Starting the episode officially right now. Do it. I'm really starting the episode now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the game room. It's actually happening. I hope you enjoyed, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that theremin music I just had, the spooky theremin. Unless I forget to put it in, in which case I apologize. It's it's Halloween time, though. Happy spooky Halloween, everybody. Scary. I am Michael McLeod. Michael McLeod, your ghost. I was gonna say host. Yeah, your ghost host. There we go. Ghost host. There you go. Ghost coast, yeah, coast, coast to coast with the most. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> and, and joining me today is Dwight Robinson and Jonathan Duffer, as typical. How are you guys tonight? Same as feeling, ever. Feeling spooky and scary. <laughs> you, yep. We have discovered recently the watch, uh, well, I don't even know what it's called. What is it? Movie night thing on Dis- Discord, right? Where we could watch things together. We should uh, watch. Activity. The activity. Ernest Scared yeah. Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid needs to be the thing on there. Uh, <laughs> if it's on YouTube, I guess. I think that's like one of the two. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple of them. I'm pretty oh, yeah. Sure a couple of them one. are on YouTube. Uh, yeah. There's there's like a, there's an Ernest Saves Christmas, right? I think Ernest Saves Christmas is on there, but I think you have to pay for it. That's like one of the few earnest movies that i feel like has the potential to earn money <laughs> if yeah, that makes right, sense like that makes, people no, would, makes perfect sense no no people would still buy that because it's a classic movie but that is because charlie bleak. brown commercializing christmas <laughs> so no i'm bleak. i no i'm just saying though i mean like <laughs> people our age we have a nostalgia for earnest kind of at least i do mm-hmm. but no, i mean if i showed earnest to some kid nowadays they'd be like who the hell is this fool <laughs> <laughs> does any does anyone else see the irony since we're talking about it? Does anyone else see the irony in um Apple buying the rights to show like the Charlie Brown movies and then mm. not allowing any of the network television network channels to show them and the Charlie Brown Christmas movie being all about like the over commercialization of Christmas. <laughs> Does anyone see the massive oh, no. irony in that? We all it's see like, it. We're just oh, ignoring it. My word. <laughs> it's like, come on. How sounds, how tone deaf can course. you be? It's just like, yeah. oh my gosh. No, sounds no, no, no. Now, now I will say, I don't know if they did this for the Christmas one, but they, this past Halloween, they are letting people watch the Great Pumpkin for free. For like three days, I think it's like they're letting letting more. people watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, you may, you are allowed to take, you know, partake yeah. of this. Because yeah. <laughs> normally once. you have to normally you have to pay for Apple TV Plus to watch them. That's what? ridiculous. To watch no, no. classic no, 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 Charlie no, 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 no. Brown. No, holiday you can buy them, yeah. or you can buy them on disc. Well, yeah, the you can buy them, which which is what my family does. We have the whole we have the whole holiday collection on DVD. Yeah, I, I have them on Christmas, Blu-ray actually. I think and, uh, and uh, pumpkin Halloween. So Pump, is somebody going to buy Halloween. a Christmas pumpkin. story and then like you say? is somebody going to buy a Christmas story and then vault it so nobody can watch it anymore? <laughs> yep, I hope. Yep. So. I'd actually and be what? fine with that because that's been running. <laughs> 
nonstop, you know, at my in-laws TV. Like anytime we're over their house for Christmas, it's always on TV 24/7 cuz it was I was going to say anytime you're at the house, like any time of the year, it's just well, on the TV. <laughs> yeah, just, my parents are always like that is the stupid They love movie. that movie. <laughs> and they they would like never watch it because they always said it was stupid. And then I I finally watched it and I was like, hmm. I mean, it's not it's not really that bad. It's not like it doesn't no, have the staying no, power that I think that some movies, some Christmas movies have, no. but I'm like it's not really no, that it's, bad. It's fine. You want to hear like a sad truth? I've never actually seen that entire movie in like in one sitting. Yeah, but no, I feel I feel it. like I've seen it on TV so frequently throughout I've, the years. I've seen it. I have absorbed the entire movie through um, the, osmosis. Essentially, that's exactly probably seen how all it is the funny me. parts. By I've now. seen all the movie. That's a, that's not a, all that's a, that's exactly order. how it was for me. I've seen the the entire movie, just not all in one sitting. It's always bits and pieces over like decades, yeah. two decades. Mm-hmm. You know. I've watched this thing, <laughs> but yeah. Essentially, I've I've watched it like tick tick. You know uh, what? What is it? Um, TikTok is that the app? I I sound so out yeah. of touch with the kids <laughs> nowadays. Yes, <laughs> but no, I, yes. I, I I see uh, my wife and and friends. They'll be watching like clips of shows on TikTok, mm-hmm. like yeah. just over clips, clips, clips. I was like, you could have watched the whole show and like actually got some context for these jokes a little bit, <laughs> right? That's but no. Yeah. Especially if you've never it's seen all dis- the show. disjointed. Yeah, whatever. It, it is what it is. Um, video games. That's what we're here for today, yep. guys. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Video games. Yeah. Yeah. Video oh, yeah. games that we <laughs> do. Uh, this is a video game podcast, yeah. despite <laughs> what we're letting on. So we're mm-hmm. gonna transition it into some video games. I'm gonna go first. I have like 25 things to talk about. I'm not gonna give Dwight any time to do so. <laughs> so, yep. Sucks to be you. No, I'm just <laughs> I'll be the keeper of the gong today. We need a physical gong in the in the uh, studio, the the game room studio that doesn't exist. We need a physical one. I, I could literally hit it and just. <laughs> I've thought about buying one a lot, but I'm just like I would never use it for anything. Really? Except this. Yeah. Because I like percussion instruments. I don't know if I ever <laughs> okay. if I've ever mentioned this before. I'm, I'm no. a percussionist, so I play like like hand percussion stuff. Uh, at church, and it's, okay, I was like, I was like, a gong would be really cool. Answer but me I would this: never then. use it. <laughs> Is a gong an instrument, though? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay, it's, imagine a gong noise. Yeah, I'm gonna play one. Is yeah. that a is that a musical sound or is that just an annoying sound? It's in. I mean, it's in. Uh, it's in. Uh, what's that song? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Is it? Uh, I'll take your yeah. word and for I'm, that. I'm uh, sure at the very end. And easily the wind blows. <laughs> and I'm oh, sure, I'm sure. Traditionally, they use the gong for something <laughs> more than just yeah to call people, to call but... people for dinner, or in our case, to <laughs> tell people to quit talking. Right, it's on the, it's on the <laughs> stage with the band at uh, in uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> they shoot it down, and they duck like ducks behind it, and it, as it rolls along, and they're shooting at him and. It's a whole thing. All right. It, it is a whole thing. Uh, apparently, yes. Um, back to video games. We, we. So, uh, leading up to this part, right? Mm. Now, mind you, I did not. I'm not that smart. I didn't. I didn't actually piece together this was coming out right before Halloween until I just mm. looked at it. Mm. But it is October, mm. and I did indeed want to bust out some spooky games, right? Mm. That's what you do in October. You just play all the stuff that you've been ignoring, but that's, you know, right. it's spooky. Uh, I've had Splatterhouse on PS3 mm. 
mm-hmm. for years. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> it's not awful. It's not bad. <laughs> and it's not great. <laughs> well, high praise. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a solid six out of ten. I wouldn't even put it at five. I'd put it at six out of ten if I'm gonna think- put it out of ten. I think that's Digital Foundry's best way of saying something is terrible. They say it's, it's not, not great. <laughs> it's not It's not amazing. The problem with it is, and if you don't know what Splatterhouse is, I'll just go ahead and say, you're this this like wimpy kid that mm. finds this like mystical mask that is voiced by, I don't know the, the um, actor's name, but it's the guy that voices Winnie the Pooh. And he, mm. Oh, Jim Cummings. There you go. He is he is the voice of this mask. You put this mask no on, you turn... <laughs> And then you, uh, he's like very violent, and you like beef up, and you're just tearing through these hordes of demons to save your girlfriend. Mm. It is insanely violent, like ridiculously violent. That's, like they're they're going really out of their way. Considering what happened, the voice of Winnie the Pooh. That's very interesting. Oh, oh yeah, you. Uh, and he's very, very vulgar, and and <laughs> swears constantly, and it's. <laughs> It's a this, hard M. This is this much. is a this is a remake of the original Splatterhouse, right? Or is it just I, I a completely say, different like a reboot? I would say it's a reimagining of the original Splatterhouse. Okay, because okay. has the same general premise, but it's not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And and really, it just comes down to a fact of like you just you enter a room, you mm. kill a bunch of demons in the most violent way possible. You go to mm. the next room. There may be some mild platforming in there. Mm. I had this originally on that Xbox. Weird, I do that in the first place. I had it on Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and and whatever. I'd played it for like, I think I actually game flied it back in the day. This is how long ago I played this game. Mm. But I got a chance to buy it on PS3 for cheap, so I said, okay, I'll buy it on PS3. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I would have stuck with the 360 one. Mm. I don't remember the 361 screen tearing as bad as the PS. I heard that the the the. the performance is terrible mostly because there's so much stuff on screen there's so much oh, yeah. alpha effects from all the blood and everything and it just the, well blood the is a key part of the game it. your you yeah, your mask right. has to absorb blood so mm. like it has to be it can't just be cosmetic it has to like actually flow and of course we're yeah, recording and there's a siren uh, <laughs> but of course <laughs> how long were we talking before and there was nothing <laughs> of course yeah we're talking like an hour no siren anywho but yes, yeah, Splatterhouse, if you could pick up a cheap copy, and I do have to emphasize cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah, nab it. It's, 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 if, if you're in for like a, just a gory beat-em-up, it's fine. I mean, mm. I stopped playing. I played it for like two hours, though. So, I mean, mm. but and I, I really don't intend to finish it, but it's like, you know, it's a horror-themed game. I wouldn't even say it's a horror game. It's not really scary. Right. It's just yeah. you're in this yeah. spooky, like, mansion thing, and there's these mm-hmm. demons, and you're blah, you know. Yeah. Blah. Um, yeah. The other Halloween game is a newer game I picked up on sale last year, and I never got around to it. I bought it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's called Pumpkin Jack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody heard of this one? Nope. Uh, I don't nope. think so. Okay. It's on everything. I think it was a Switch exclusive for a little bit. Mm. But they put it out on Xbox, and of course, I was like, why not? It was $10. It's a 3D platformer. I like my 3D platformers, but you play as this, like, um, thief. I think it's a thief. I don't, you know, I, I could even tell you at this point. But it's his, his soul has possessed, like, a uh, scarecrow with, like, a jack-o'-lantern head. 
Okay. And you're going to uh, kill this mage, I think? Yeah. I don't sound like I'm super confident on what <laughs> what's actually the plot. So essentially you're, uh, you're Ichabod yeah, Crane from Sleepy Hollow. There you go. Yep. You can detach your head sometimes. Like if you had to uh, get into like small areas or solve puzzles and your whole body couldn't fit. Uh, and the little okay. vines from the pumpkin can like crawl around and shit like that. And, you know, <laughs> you get different weapons. I have never heard of this game. And, yep. and you have weird. a little, you have a little crow guy, uh, like a like a friend. So if like you have enemies that are sniping you or something like that, you can send the crow out to like take them out for you. They're slow at it, obviously. It's a crow. Where did you but... even hear about this game? And you know, <laughs> just for the record, it is. Uh, you can buy a Steam key right now for two dollars for pumpkin. Well, there you jack. go. <laughs> Get some pumpkin oh, really? jack in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duffer's like, you don't say. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) But yeah. But no, it's 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 pretty fun. Uh, I kind of put it in that same sort of splatterhouse category. It's like I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. So I played it for again about two hours, and I'm just like, I may continue this one though, because I feel like it's a little more variety. Like splatterhouse, you're just going through the motions. At least this, I'm getting new abilities. I'm Mm. getting new weapons stuff's happening <laughs> you know mm-hmm. things are happening <laughs> well, it's not the same thing over and over again so right and the last thing i played this week um i picked up i actually rented it through gamefly and i ended up buying it because i love this game is near automata or automata mm. as some people like <laughs> near to say <Automatopia. laughs> well no yeah everyone argues about that it's yeah. like i call it automata because yoko taro calls it automata if you hear him talk mm. and he's the creator Right. And so does uh uh what's his name? John uh Rick uh Riccardi. He's like the localizer, so mm. but isn't it supposed to be a play on automaton? Probably yes. but the creator says automata, so that's what mm. I'm calling it. <laughs> you know? Well the creator of, of GIFs also says GIFs and that's wrong, so <laughs> that's true. Whatever. <laughs> that's very true, you know? We're gonna call him out on that. Right. I'm sure no one has before, but we'll, we'll... Well, <laughs> we'll be the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if anyone contested that. Either way. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's all over the internet. I know that was the joke. <laughs> oh, I got. <laughs> yeah, uh, near. If you have not played it, is fantastic. I mm-hmm. feel like Dwight. Have you played this before? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, I. Okay. I think I had. I was really looking at buying it for PS4, and then. I can't remember if I bought it physically, and then they announced it for Game Pass like the next day, and I was like, oh, "What the hell?" <laughs> you know, well, it's not on Ga- it's not on Game Pass now because I would yeah, tell you anymore. just to go play it on Game Pass, but I, I bought I it for Xbox. It yeah, I bought sale. it for Xbox. I've beaten it one mm-hmm. time through. This game mm-hmm. has twenty six endings. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, three endings are required to see the whole story. Most of them are like bullshit, like, oh, you died, that's an ending sort of thing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like 26 legit endings. Mm. Gotcha. Um, I guess if I have to describe actually what it is for the people, they're just like, okay, you guys are talking about this. Um, you play, humans have been in this conflict with these aliens for the longest time. These aliens have essentially built these machines to take over the Earth. So humans had to leave. They live on the moon now. Mm. Oh. So humans essentially have created these androids to go and fight the aliens. They've been warring for hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm. So you get sent down to the planet mm. to investigate, you know, the planet Earth, to investigate Which like what's been going on. <laughs> it's an absolute wasteland at this point. Um, yeah. 
but you you know there's been uh, contact with the aliens and stuff like that. I'm not gonna spoil the story because the story is actually very interesting. Like it's it gets takes some left turns and some right turns and <laughs> some other sort of turns. Maybe not U turns. <laughs> just say, start U-turns? <laughs> start back at the beginning now. Um, well, it does take some U turns because you, once you beat the game, that's technically you have to beat it three times. What? Mm. Because yeah. you have a partner character. You beat it once with this android called 2B. She mm. has a partner called 9S. Mm-hmm. So you play 2B's story, then you mm. have to play 9S's story, and then you have to play one third character story, which I'm not going to... I mean, everybody to get knows the... that character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't remember. But I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you have to play through it three times from three different perspectives to see the entire story. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's I good. See. It's an action game. It's very. It's It's like an action RPG. I love the combat. I think the combat's excellent. And I'm playing it on Switch. This was originally on PS4. Obviously doesn't look as good, but it looks damn good. It's a well-done Switch port. Yeah, I it, it is it is a well-done port, and which yeah. is part of why I get annoyed at like other <laughs> stuff because the Switch, you know, it's making a lot of money. So I I kind of get it, but it's is still it? annoying. I'm, I'm joking, of course. So like when ports <laughs> when ports when something's ported down to the Switch, often enough, they spend a lot of time and effort and resources into making a really, you know, a pretty competent good port. port. Competent yeah. port down at like Doom, of course, Near, and like, you know, a lot of other games, you know, Overwatch port, you know, Paladins and a couple other games or whatever. Wolfenstein. They, they actually put in the work to make this game run on a Switch, and they do a pretty good job. But then that doesn't happen the other way. So if no. it's a Switch game that's getting ported up to a PS4 or Xbox, they're like trash throwaway ports. <laughs> you know, like um, Dragon Quest Eleven, which is a huge game with a lot of money behind it, and they just kind of stuck it on Xbox and up the res a little bit and called it a day. Up the res, up like, the frame rate. You know, it's just like, what in the hell? And then um, same thing for Samurai Warriors 5 and a couple of other games. That was a Switch game, and they just stuck it on Xbox and up it or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't put nearly the amount of, like, time and effort into crafting this game for this other system. So I was just like, well, that sucks. <laughs> Dragon Quest Eleven is a great game, and the PS4 mm-hmm. version on console is really the only way to get a very graphically advanced version of that game Which for console. I Isn't have the to PC point version out, also based on the Switch version? Here, Here's what I have to point out. So the original PC version mm. is the PS4 version. The right. good, the good like, visual. But when the S version came out, which is the Switch version. Right, which has all the they, extra, like... Has all the extra stuff. stuff. Yeah. They took the original one off of Steam. Yeah. Oh. And you can only get the S version now. Mind you, what we're talking about right now, it is not a massive downgrade, but it is a downgrade nonetheless. Yeah, because I mean, it was, it was, it was, you know, the textures <laughs> and everything else was downgraded to fit on the Switch, which is it doesn't look terrible, but yeah. it's a Switch game now. You know, the Switch yeah. port is yeah, amazing, yeah, essentially for the Switch, <laughs> not for. Right. PC and Xbox, you know. But that was but, that was that yeah. game I feel like was honestly made for Switch in mind because if you remember and I I know we're getting like a little off track here. Mm. That was the first the first game mm. that was announced for Switch. The number one first game. Dragon they Quest talked 11? about that yes. Huh, before really? we even know wow, before we even know before we even knew <laughs> it was called the Switch. Mm-hmm. They when they had the Dragon Quest Eleven 
Direct or whatever. Mm. They said they were working on it for Nintendo's new console. That was the first game I heard about for that. Uh, so, I, didn't even I that. think, but that wasn't the first game released for the Switch. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay. But that that okay. happens a lot. Okay, that happens a lot. Like the like, first, I was like, the... that was before Odyssey. I was like, no. yeah, okay. no, no, no. The first... it, was, it was, it was after, yeah. But the it was first the first game... game I had ever heard of. Now, mind you, I could be wrong. There could have been something announced earlier. Mm. But I believe that was the number one first game announced for Nintendo's next yeah. console at the time. Because I remember the first announced game for 360 uh, was Dark Sector. And that oh, yeah. <laughs> Dark Sector didn't end up coming out until years later. And later, it was later. not like the announced version. The announced version of Dark Sector wouldn't be released until Xbox One and PS4 as like Warframe. That was Warframe. Pretty Warframe much exactly. is the real Dark Sector. Yeah, is what, yeah. Is what the Although Dark, Dark Sector, Sector is, is fine. I think Dark Sector is... Was it just too ambitious for the 360? Absolutely. Way too ambitious. <laughs> that <laughs> that trailer for uh, for Dark Sector on 360 was just like mind-blowing at the time. I mean, it, it might be low-res, but if you looked at it today, you'd be like, wow, that looks like... Yeah. It looks competent, you know? It looks great, you know? But anyway, yeah. and I mean, the same thing with the Series X. I think the first announced game for Series X was... Um, was uh, Hellblade. Hellblade, yeah, and that shit still has. It was out. Hellblade <laughs> and that Bright Infinite um, game, yeah, which is out, yeah, right. Well, right, yeah, well, that just came out, and that's you yeah, know we're exactly. two years so, into this now, <laughs> mm-hmm. so yep. that kind of thing happens wow. all the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's really all been. In. I have a ton of other games on this list, as you can probably see. The oh, reason yeah. I'm surprised this is not on your list, but I guess I could transition into Dwight here. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's can not I ask on your a list. Question. Can I ask yeah, a what? question really quick? No, yeah. not at what's all. A, what's <laughs> LOH Trails from Zero? Uh, Legend of Heroes. Legend of Heroes. Trails, okay. Trails from Zero. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that part's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, the, the the reason we got on this, or Dwight got on that rant, was because we both rented No More Heroes 3 on the Xbox. Right, right. Yeah, mm. which I do think is... Uh, I mean, it's a decent port, but it's a straight port. Like, yeah, they just... It's way better, it's way better than Switch, yeah. but... There it, was it very little done. Yeah, it performs a lot better, but it's literally just that game stuck on Xbox, up-resed, and like up yeah. FPS. Pretty much. A little bit. It's, <laughs> yes. it, it's it's still the way to play it, though. But yeah, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Who wants to go well, next? Let's play the PlayStation Fight to version, let's probably. Go. <laughs> you have like the little... You can twiddle the, the, the controller a little bit, I guess. What? What? You know, when you're recharging your sword, you know, you have to twiddle the controller, you know, to recharge your sword. You can't do that on Xbox. Oh, do you Do you have to do that on there? Yeah. And No More mm. Heroes? Yeah. Well, no, I know. I know you do, but mm. even on the Switch version, I'm pretty sure you just flick the right stick up and down. I th- there may be, like, I don't an think, option, but I don't feel is, like you shake the controller. The Xbox version, you cannot, there's no option to shake the controller. <laughs> The, I don't think there's an option to shake the controller at all, but I could be wrong. On the Whatever. Switch one? Uh, I, don't I don't remember. Think there is. I that was always like is. a thing because you had the Wii controller and you could shake the controller and, of course, you know, connotations and stuff, you know. <laughs> yes. So, yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah. getting, ready, getting rid of that just destroys the No More Heroes uh, lore, I believe. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm done. Who who actually wants to go next? Remember, there is a gong involved in this episode, so let's <laughs> let's keep it brief, keep it tight. So let me uh, let me go ahead and start. So, Anno was it Anno Mutationum? I think that's how you say it. I don't really know for sure, but mm, you're, you're close thing. enough. 
This oh, is I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this is one of the first PS5 you. games that I remember hearing about and thinking like, holy crap, that looks like it's going to be amazing. And yes, it is. <laughs> At least, I you know, you're going to be like, no, it's not. No. Yeah, so visually, it. the game looks amazing and it has, you know, uh, pristine performance. It's super sharp. The characters are 2D. And the environments are kind of like this weird parallax 2D, 3D look to it. Um, mm. The lighting is amazing. Um, just like... This I mean, is on I took other like stuff, a bunch though, of, right? Hmm? This is on other stuff. I nope. think this is on Switch and Xbox. Nope. Is it not? PS4 sure? and PS5 only. Yep. Mm, I obsess on you. Wait, yeah, it's, on. it's <laughs> on nothing else. If it was on Xbox, I would have immediately played that. But it's definitely not on Xbox. I'm not sure if it's on Switch or not, because there are a lot of... Cases where I'm ninety percent sure it's on at least Switch, but anyway, continue. It's on, on. Steam, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's on. It's on. So Switch. yeah, it's on Switch. Yeah, it's on Switch. Okay. But yeah, it's it's definitely not on Xbox. I would have loved to get this on Xbox. So, um, the character design, and everything is is it's really well done. But um, just the game itself, um, it's you know when you're in the the overworld part of it you walk around talk to people you know that kind of usual thing and it's like a fully 3d environment uh, and you can move around in the foreground background the animation is amazing um, when you're actually in the combat areas it's just like a straight 2d plane and you know you have attack you know range attacks melee attacks you can jump roll that kind of that kind of thing so i mean the gameplay itself is not like mind-blowing but it just looks so amazing. Every like every shot in the game looks like a screenshot, like wallpaper. You know everything. It just it looks so amazing. So definitely worth a uh, worth a try. So I, I bought that when I saw that it was on sale. So going from that extreme uh, to Azure Lane Crosswave. So normally, um, just like with like anime, once in a while I'll just throw in just like a random you know shit anime just as a palate cleanser or whatever. Huh. Um, so this is like the random shit anime game that I threw in. I was like, you know what? The character designs look pretty cool. You know, I'll try that out. I do that a lot, actually. So pulled it up. You know, um, I had, I think I game flied it. And I started playing it. The game is terrible. Like oh. with multiple R's. Terrible. You know, <laughs> it is so bad. How, ma- how many R's? <laughs> at least four. <laughs> so the reason I'm looking why- at screenshots now. I don't see any R's, but I see a couple D's. <laughs> a bunch oh, of them. That was terrible. <laughs> so you know, That was a good joke, guys. Come on now. That, uh, that was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, Censored. so... Boop. So this game, you know, there's a lot of games, even though it, it would seem like it's a like a shallow anime cash-in game, there's some that are still actually fun to play. And you know, it's funny, what you're talking about with Nier, about Nier, there's an anime-style game that I played recently that had a, a similar setup called Crystar, where you had to beat the game three times to get to the real ending. And it was a pretty interesting game. It was low budget, but it was fun to play. This game is low budget and not fun to play at all. So... It is, unless, this game is specifically for people who just love Azure Lane for whatever reason and just love their characters because literally all they do is just talk to each other. And that's it. They talk to each other and then when you get to the actual gameplay, 
it's you know you get like a little piece of water because the whole thing about Azur Lane are that these are like did you, you just know, say a piece of water? Piece of water, yes. Not even like an entire. <laughs> it's just like a little square box that you can't get out of. Like it's not, not even, even a whole water. Not I'm even a like a whole ocean or anything. You can't like move it's like around. A There's like That's what I typically get before I go to bed at night. A piece. It's of water. literally a box. <laughs> a piece of water. On the ocean that you can that you can move in and see the premise is that these are all all these characters are all like um, naval ships like personified naval ships right they're ship girls wow. that's that's a thing that happens a lot in anime you know that's that's what it is so they're all from different countries and then for reasons they have to the countries have to work together to fight against the threat of the evil ship things or whatever. So, but the, the thing is, things. from like the hour or two that I played, ninety five percent was just them just talking to each other about nothing, and then the other five percent was me scooting around in this little water box <laughs> for me to shoot at stuff. And the thing is, the gameplay is so mindless. Like you just hold the button, and then like they shoot stuff, and then like stuff blows up, and then that's it. Like you don't have to think about anything. You don't even have to switch weapons or anything. I mean, I guess you can, but it doesn't really tell you anything, but you don't need to know because these little missions are like 30 seconds. Like the time limit for the mission is two minutes. So that tells you how little gameplay there is in this damn game. This game is terrible. If you paid 60 bucks for it, get your money back. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) So moving on from that, Valkyrie Elysium. Valkyrie Elysium is pretty good. I've played this. Yeah. Uh I like it a lot. Um, the only real issue I have with it is that it has these weird, like, performance drops. Like, just, like, moving the camera around too fast will, like, make the, you know, FPS drop down for some weird reason. But, I like the gameplay. The story's actually not that bad. Um, it's not as in-depth as, like, you know, the original Factory Profile RPGs or whatever. But, you, Ein Herar that you collect throughout the game they do talk to each other they have their own stories they have little side quests that you can get to you know unlock more stuff i like it and i like the combat um question all the different weapons are cool too did you rent this on ps5 like the ps5 disc yes from gamefly okay so i rented the ps4 disc Mm -hmm. because i i remember watching something somewhere about the performance tips Mm mm-hmm so it's kind of like Elden Ring, and, and and I played that demo on PlayStation Four, and I was like, "This looks this friggin' same." It's probably like a resolution thing, right? So like, yep. I'm thinking, and I installed the PS4 version, mm-hmm. um, and it's flawless. So yeah, that's think, yeah, that's happened multiple times where the PS4 version of a game doesn't look that different, and then the performance is great because you're playing the PS4 mm-hmm. version, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's and, and and honestly, I cannot tell a different a difference visually. Mind you, I didn't install them back to back and tried the back to back. There's probably like right. a resolution difference, yeah. but it's probably a difference of like 1800p versus 2160p some, or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And I'm sure it's super minor. DF is never going to get around to that game, so well, we're no. never going to know. <laughs> if they do, I'd, it'd be it'd be the new like Ben Ben Stein guy, the, the monotone dude, the new guy they got. Yeah, oh, the one that did the Arkham Knight, um, the Arkham yeah. Knights. Uh, he sounds so sleepy when he's doing his reviews, yeah, does he not? But he tore that game up in his sleep, so there's that. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, yeah, I wanna, so I really want to play that. Yeah, yeah so Arca- um, Valkyrie Elysium, um, definitely worth a play. Um, it's Arca not like top tier or anything, but you know, it's pretty great. Metal Hellsinger. So I played this on Series X. 
Um, I love this game. <laughs> this game is, is amazing. I played the demo before, and I thought that it was awesome from the from the get go. But um, I'm, now that I'm playing the real game, it's on Game Pass. It, it's amazing. So the storyline for this is that you play as this um, demon that's searching through hell to get back her voice because apparently her voice was stolen uh, from like um, the devil or something like that. So the premise is that she can hear the i guess the heartbeat the heartbeat of the universe so there's like a constant metronome or whatever and as you're playing it's a first person shooter on your crosshairs there's like a little metronome beat that's like coming in constantly and it's uh, I, I yeah I, I got you now. and it I goes along this. with you know the music of the of the world and you even see like stuff pulsing to the beat like all the all the torches are like all pulsing to the beat and everything like that and when you okay. fire off shots or you do any, like your melee attacks or whatever, to the beat, it gets even more powerful. And you can raise uh, up this multiplier. And when your multiplier hits certain levels, you get more instruments in the music. And if you hit the top level, you get, you know, the vocals or whatever. And even, you know, more bonuses, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. So super addictive once you really get into it. Awesome playing game. Um, there's actually... I, re- I remember this now, yeah. I remember yeah. hearing about this, yep. And the, the production quality for this game is amazing. Like, the graphics are amazing. The performance is awesome. Honestly, I feel like it's getting slept on because literally nobody's talking about this game. I might try it. It's a very it. awesome game. It sounds really interesting. It reminded me, I mean, not in style. I mean, you, the comparison to, what is that game? Uh, it's not the Zelda one. Cadence of Hyrule is what I'm thinking. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer. That's what I was thinking. Sim- similar yeah. concept, but yeah, as a first-person shooter. Yeah. And there's actually other games that are like this, and that goes into my next game here, because this is Metal Hellsinger, right? This is not the first time somebody has done that for a first-person shooter. Another one that was actually not that long ago was called uh, BPM, I think it was. BPM Bullets Permitted is the name of that game. Uh, so uh, it's, I, was, I, I was actually going to come up with that all, that on my own, but I see they beat me to it. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting... Um, how similar these games are but bpm came out in like 2021 it looks like or no it was released in 2020 and um helsinger just came out so but bpm is pretty much the same thing except for you're playing as an angel that's being sent down to kill demons or whatever so you're an avenging angel or whatever but it's a similar thing you have a weapon and there's like little the crosshairs even look the same which is really weird but they're not made mm-hmm. by the same studio, so I'm like, I smell a lawsuit. Yeah, it's like, eh, hmm, I smell litigation. But but yeah, yeah. somebody's good. desk were too close together. So the, the you said you said Metal Hellsinger just came out, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's only it's only thirty bucks on Steam. Yeah, it's a it's it was made by a small studio. Um, yeah. So it's not it's it's like it's a on double Game Pass, a game. right? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. So it's a it's a double A game. It's not you know it's not a huge game, but they they I, put a lot of work into this. It looks amazing. I am installing this right now. I will try it later. Yeah. After I play yeah. <clears throat> Persona Five, I'm I'm looking at the trailer, the Steam trailer, and it looks amazing. Oh damn! I forgot to talk about a big one. Oh, I'm an idiot. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So um, another a Plague Tale Requiem is awesome, by the way. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. So I started um, I started looking for games similar, and I've also bought BPM, but I bought Double Kick Heroes. They're really cheap. They're on sale or whatever. Double Kick Heroes is like a um a indie two D game that is uh, it's hard to explain. Never heard of this game before, but I just happened to see it. it was like, hey, if you like Metal Hill Singer, try this game out. And I was like, okay, sure, why not? 
So Install. it's basically the zombie apocalypse, of course, and you're in a metal band that's like trying to escape, and you're all into this like huge convertible, and you know the band is playing, and you have to <laughs> match to match beats with like you know like a Guitar Hero style, you know, I don't fret even know what they're thing. calling it, fretboard that's on the bottom, and every time you match the beat, they'll fire off of, um, their weapon. And zombies are chasing your car, so you have to fire off your weapons on beat to be able to, like, you know, get the zombies off you. And there's boss battles and things like that. You can end your, your the, uh, the uh, difficulty level um, dictates whether you actually have to control and aim, you know, where your car is going or if you're just hitting mm-hmm. the beats and not worrying about it. Um, so it's, it's pretty good. The visuals are pretty nice. The... Um, Music isn't bad. The intro music and the menu music is way better than most of the tracks in the actual game, though, which is what disappointed me. Like, the little intro movie that it shows you, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. Then when I play the game, it kind of like... <laughs> get you hype. <laughs> yeah, the music just uh, doesn't really get that hype anymore. It just sounds like random, like, uh, you know, like, the beats that you can use for free on YouTube? That's what <laughs> oh, it sounds yeah. like. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm very familiar with those. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's what it sounds like, and it's just like mm, I don't know. This doesn't hit nearly as hard as the the intro. Metal Hellsinger's music is is really damn good, especially if that's you know, that's your thing. Um, so I played a little bit of Modern Warfare 2's campaign. The game doesn't come out till next Friday, but they have this thing where if you pre-ordered it, you can play the campaign uh, like a week early, or whatever. I literally had the no campaign because I, I I actually care about this. I literally had no idea about this until like two days ago. When a friend of mine was like, "Hey, you're gonna play the campaign for Modern Warfare 2? I'm like, uh, "Yeah, sure, I, yeah, I guess." When it comes out, I was like, "Oh, you know, I can't wait to play it tomorrow." And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh shit, I had no idea." And this is one of those games where, on my own, I probably wouldn't play it. But I know a lot of people that play it, and it is ton of it is fun to play with like other people. So I'm like, yeah. sure. So I end up buying it, you know. And the thing about Modern Warfare is that that shit is not going to go on sale the first year. It's just not. Mm-hmm. It, it's not no. going until no. like I'm, years I'm, later. I'm still waiting on Black Ops Two to drop, right? Because yeah. I want I want to I want to pick it up. Vanguard dropped because everyone shat all over that one, but yeah, you know, it's, I'm still waiting on Black Ops Two to pick up a cheap copy yeah so it's one of those things where um if you know me you know that i don't really care about pre-ordering a game but in this case people i know is going to be playing it they're going to be playing it when it came when it comes out it's not going to go yeah. on sale anytime soon so You're i'm kind of like social butterfly of this group i, I have to pre-order it <laughs> you know it's yeah. just that situation you kind of oh, like you know, like <laughs> so i've been playing it um it's pretty good you know duty's gonna duty um in general um mm-hmm. it looks great but you can start seeing the seams, you know? You can start, t- you can tell now that this is a game that is firmly rooted in the Xbox One and PS4 era. We're starting to get to the, the edge of what is possible on those consoles. Because even though I'm playing the Series X version, they're, yeah. it's designed to run on those systems. So you can, you can see it in like their facial animations and stuff. You can tell. Even though it's the best looking Call of Duty up to now... Call of Duty is not at the forefront of, like, FPS graphics innovation. You know, Battlefield was. But then that game was, you know, not very good. But Battlefield looked way more impressive than the Call of Duty did. Um, But, yeah, so 
and uh, the you know the controls and everything are great. The campaign's pretty good. Um, if you want to play it, you know, go ahead. I mean, I'm going to rent it. Yeah, just for the campaign. I think yeah yeah. And that's, See, yeah, that, I mean that's the, Call of Duty, and I think I may even said this at one point on the podcast or another. But Call mm. of Duty to me, the campaigns are like expendable movies. Like, yeah, you remember when those came out? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, you know, this is stupid. Oh, I know it's stupid. This but one. It fucking, let's blow some shit up. Like, this you know, one. I just, you know, this is, this is. Romp. Just I'm fine a, with that. If you've ever watched any of the, the Transformers movies, and like any time like the military gets involved, and it just starts having the blood pumping music, <laughs> like, yeah. and you know, everybody's like locking and loading, and you see missiles flying <laughs> off and blowing stuff up, and they're like, ooh, raw, and all this the other Michael shit. <laughs> that's Call of Duty yeah. the entire the entire time. It's like, oh man, they just that's stole. That's what I expect of it, yeah. Yeah, like, there's one level where you're playing, and then like, you know, you know you're know, you infiltrating stuff, and then the person that's your overwatch in the boat gets kidnapped by the terrorists and you're like oh fuck that we're gonna go get them right now and then in <laughs> next episode you have like this whole fleet of like militia chasing them down the highway and then you find you corner them or whatever and like there's this huge shootout with all these cars and everything just to save this one person and they're like oh yeah damn right we got her back or whatever and it's just like all right <laughs> there's so much dude really bro in that necessary. in that game but yeah, um yeah. Another thing that so I was surprised about, um, it looks great at 120 hertz too. It looks awesome. The problem is there's no HDR, which I'm like, what like AAA game now doesn't support HDR? So it's really weird how like gray everything is because there's no HDR support, as far as I could tell. Or at least if there is, it's not really good, which is weird. It's a bit wacky. I don't know. Maybe maybe there mm-hmm. is, and I'm just not really seeing it. But it doesn't it doesn't look. The HDR doesn't look as cool as, like, say, Steel Rising. Steel Rising's HDR was amazing, and that was like a double A game. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. So, anyways, there's that. Um, the last couple. How months, much longer? What you got? Not bad. Not bad. So, keep in mind we are at forty minutes at this rate. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thumper and, and XO One still exist. I merged these together when they're two separate games, but they're very they're kind of similar. And I just happened to see them on Xbox for like a dollar or something like that. And I was like. Yeah, I'll fucking I'll play this. I've never heard of these games. I don't know if you've heard of these either, uh, Mike. But what are they called? I, I'm checked out. What it was? Thumper <laughs> and XO. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumper so, is about the I, rabbit from Bambi. Yeah. I, I was gonna make that joke. Adventure. You beat me to it. You <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty wah, sure Thumper wah, wah. is the the game where you're that like silver beetle thing. Yeah, you're like rails. a silver beetle yeah. on this track, and it's the yeah, game I've itself. It. If you've ever played those. Really I obtuse. played it on PlayStation VR. Yeah, if you ever played like obtuse like music games like Res and like um and uh amplitude amplitude frequency, frequency all yeah. those kind of games. This game is like that, you know. Yep. So it's like it's dark and foreboding, and you have the music playing, and then you have to navigate along this line, and you're moving super fast, like super fast along this like rail, and you can boost on certain parts of the rail. You can. You know, hit up against, uh, if like it curves really hard, you have to turn with it. And um, basically you go through these levels of just like surviving. And then there's like a boss battle where you have to like do the um, the maneuvers on beat to be able to like, um, mm. you know, damage the boss and everything. It's really cool. And yeah. it's super cheap. Definitely worth playing. Um, yes. So XO1 is like the weirdest game. If you could think of like, 
those games for like Windows 95 and stuff, where it was pretty much just what you played during the um during the screensaver, you know? Oh, like I, the I maze remember, games. Yeah. <laughs> I know what like you're talking about. Like the maze. Yeah, that. It's yeah. That, that kind of stuff. It's just like it's simple, never ending. This game's kind of like that. So XO One, the story from what I could I could gather is that you're this like <laughs> weird if you ever if you ever watch the sphere, right? There's that sphere that kind of like lands in the Earth's ocean and nobody really knows what it is. And then for whatever reason, it causes a bunch of stuff. And then when it leaves, it's just like it's this weird obelisk sphere. So you play you're playing as that as like this weird obelisk sphere. And you you're moving along a planet and you're moving from planet to planet. So when you're on the planet, you can control the gravity of the sphere. So you you hold a, a trigger to raise your gravity so you can go down hills faster and then you let go of it to like jump up off of hills and you're in this huge open space of a planet like an empty dead planet and what you're doing is there's like a beacon of light all the way in the distance you have to get to that light so you can jump to the next planet so you're it's like it's weird it's really weird is this it's so you're you're using gravity and like air uh I don't even know, aerodynamics or whatever, to get to this point. <laughs> so you yeah. jump up, and then you can press another button to flatten yourself, to flatten the sphere so you're more aerodynamic and you can float up. And so you're just taking your time and gathering speed, jumping up in the air, floating, and you're just going... And while you're doing that, all this crazy-ass music is playing, and, like, <laughs> there's different weather effects, and, like, the sound will go out when you go into clouds. So you're just falling through a cloud... There's all this like water uh, mist and everything going everywhere, and it sounds like you're falling through like an actual cloud, and then the cloud breaks, and then you hit like this weird dusty ass hill, and then gather up speed to go back <laughs> up again, and it's just it's just a really trippy game, and it's definitely worth a play too. It's like a it's like a yeah. dollar or something like that. Just sounds play. like a fever dream of a. Of sounds a like this game doesn't exist, and you just dreamt. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, seriously, but yeah, I can't XO find one. it on the Xbox anymore. I don't know where. <laughs> so XO one definitely worth the play. My my wife played it for a little bit too, and she was like, like it's just I don't know, it's just it's fun to play because it's it's easy to get into. It doesn't tell you anything really. You just like play it, and you can understand. Well, it sounds like you it. don't. Yeah, it sounds like you, yeah, don't, you don't, need don't need to be told anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, very weird. So the last thing I played um, is Gundam Evolution for PC. Um, huh. It's actually the first time in a long time that I really like played anything on PC, but. I've been wanting to try Gundam Evolution um, ever since they keep comparing it to like Overwatch or whatnot, and it's only on PC right now. It's coming out on console like later. Uh, I remember, I remember them announcing this. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the I only way to play it right now is, be, and it's free either way. So I was like, you know, screw it, I'll try it out. Yeah, why not? So I've been playing that, and it is it is amazing. I've only played it for like maybe an hour or two. But um, they put a lot of effort into this game. And there's already a, a Gundam shooter out right now. Uh, Gundam, um, not Gundam Battle Assault. Something similar to that. But it's a free-to-play game. It's only on PlayStation. Just add two words at the end of Gundam, and I'm sure we'll... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Gu- Gundam something or another. So the difference between these two games, which I thought was weird. Why would they bring out another free-to-play shooter when they already have a free-to-play shooter? The other Gundam game that is on... Um, ps4 and ps5 is a gundam game where you you know the controls are like traditional gundam games you can you 
changing stances takes forever. Moving around is so, really slow. So this is a first-person shooter, right? And that's you know, and that's a third-person shooter. This is a first-person shooter, but that's it a, this doesn't feel shooter. slow. Like you're really fast, actually. But you that's still good. can tell you're in a Gundam, like you know, the the weapons in your hand, and it's like it's bobbing around like you're a heavy ass Gundam, and uh, but you definitely move way faster than you do in that other Gundam game. It feels more like a shooter where you just happen to be Gundams, <laughs> as opposed to being a Gundam game or whatever. Okay, so this, weird this distinction. Reminds of, uh, it reminds me of Bioshock Two, where mm. it's like Bioshock Two, they made you a big oh, yeah. daddy, and they're like, oh, yeah. they're a big daddy, but then it's like. But you, you're the prototype Big Daddy, so you walk faster yeah. than the Big Daddies, and you can you're use not all a these slow weapons, and you can daddy, use yeah. all these plasmids. It's like, well, then you're not a Big Daddy. You're just yeah. a guy you're with just, a fishbowl You're just a, a, a regular <laughs> daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's what... You're a, me, that's a what, medium uh, daddy at best. Yeah. 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 I think that's what uh, uh, Yahtzee Kroshaw said when he did his reviews. Like, well, yeah. then, then you're just the regular guy from the first game with a fishbowl <laughs> on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, my God. I need to get caught up on some <laughs> so of this. So that's, that's pretty much what this is. It's just like it's it's overwatch but they're all cosplaying as gundams <laughs> so okay. and you know they That's even funny. though even though they compare it you know very directly to overwatch i'll say when you're actually playing it is really not that similar to overwatch it's still um you can boost everywhere be controlling when and where to use boost um because of like heat you know overheating and things like that is a is a specifically gundam type thing or like giant mm-hmm. mech thing so the way they do it in this game is just like it's flawless. Like the controls are flawless, and I I played using a 360 controller on my PC, and it feels amazing. It's just super clean, you know. Um, and I have I'm using like an iMac, you know, the, to play it. So I could only play. I had the UI at 4K, but I had the internal resolution at like 1080p or whatever, because that's the only thing I could do to get 60 FPS or whatever. <laughs> um, but it was great. I mean, it looks great. The music is nice. All the the work they put into like the designs of the of the Gundams. If you're a huge Gundam nerd, you're gonna love that. Um, but even if you don't care about Gundams at all, it's just a really good game to play. It's it's super clean. Um, eventually, they'll add more game types and stuff i hope they do because it is really limited right now but oh, i guess it's, yeah i mean it's it's, it's relatively new i so. think it's like technically a beta or early access or whatever i don't know but yeah definitely worth a play yeah can definitely you play worth big play. Zam? uh actually no but that would be crazy <laughs> darn crazy <laughs> i think big zam I is that like giant gundam with only two legs if yeah. i remember correctly <laughs> Yeah, yes. I'm not <laughs> sure. It sounds big. sounds like some guy that would have stole your lunch money in elementary school. <laughs> he's big and he's Zam. <laughs> oh no, big Zam! <laughs> big Zam's sounds coming right. around the corner. Let's run! Everyone exactly. get it! And I think I don't know why we turned into country like super country. <laughs> yeah. children. I don't know. We all have like twigs hanging out of our mouth and straw hats, <laughs> dressed in overalls. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I will say the greatest thing about this is that it doesn't fall into the Dragon Ball Z trap of like you have a game with unique characters and then you just like bring out all the popular ones that all play the same like you know the last dragon ball z game they have like 20 gokus in there or some stupid shit because everybody loves goku <laughs> screw that like and goku they all play super the same Sa- every super saiyan level yeah have, like, yeah and then even though there's like dozens of characters in dragon ball so this game doesn't do that they they actually have unique the <laughs> unique gundams so which is awesome and instead of just having all the popular ones there's actually no gundam wing guns gundams in there which that's the one everybody knows and and 
and goes off. But yeah, so it's great. Right. Definitely worth a play. There you go. <laughs> worth playing. We're almost at the hour. I think you can. You think you could get yours in before an hour, uh, Duffer, <laughs> or at least in that in that time frame, roughly. Okay, so uh, a few things. I've I've only been playing a few things, um, as typical. Um, which is helpful <laughs> right um so most recently i've been streaming alice madness returns because uh, i finished yes, i finished uh digimon survive which i'll talk about in a second Yay. but um yeah yeah alice madness returns so uh i played the very first alice game um it's just american mcgee's alice uh it was either one or two years ago on my youtube channel i forget how long ago exactly it was um played that and you know it, and i enjoyed it and so i was like play the new one um for halloween the, the this, new ones well yeah, the, well, yeah. The, the 2011 <laughs> new new one yeah. <clears throat> right yeah um because uh, i bought this on steam like ages ago and i just hadn't hadn't gotten to it um it's great it's it's amazing like it's mm. it's definitely better than the first one it controls better it looks better mm. um the it's a lot more it's a lot more focused like the first one felt the first one had like a ton of like different weapons and and um when you when you actually ended up getting them all mm. it was really difficult it, that was my like biggest complaint about first the first game it was like it was mm. difficult to see to actually see if you were doing damage and it was difficult to know what weapons you were supposed to use against what enemies without a lot of you know like trial mm. and error mm. um so this one's a lot more focused cuz it has fewer weapons and of course the graphics are way better so you can actually it's way a lot easier better. to tell yeah this. way better yeah. and so it's a lot easier to tell if you're doing damage um so it plays a lot better it looks amazing uh it's it's a, it's a great game um the the uh, one of the biggest points that people have been pointing out when they see that I'm streaming is like uh is all the different dresses that Alice can wear because every time the, one of the differences between this game and the previous one is that there are segments you go between where um, sometimes she's in the real world, like London, and then sometimes she's in uh, Wonderland, and you like hop back and forth between them as you go through uh, the different chapters. So every time she goes back into Wonderland, she'll start with like the traditional Alice, uh, American McGee McGee's Alice dress, mm. which is. Uh, kind of a uh, tweak on like the the one from uh, the Disney movie, hmm. and then uh, very a little a little ways through that segment, she'll enter she'll like change to a different dress that the- that's built around the theme of the level, and so there are there are a ton of these. Uh, there are six chapters, um, so I'm assuming there's at least six different dresses, um, but they, they all like like super unique, and I mean it's. I, I yeah, this, this it's just a great game. You have to play it if you mm-hmm. can, and you can buy it on Steam I, I, again yeah. now. So it's been relisted. It was delisted for a long time, and now yeah. it's back on there. Um, I played this game, and I, I can concur. It, it is good. I played mm-hmm. it on Xbox 360, but either way, I played the I it's, it's... the PC version actually. I cracked mm-hmm. PC version like back when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I think bad. one of the <laughs> one of the best things about this now you have to go buy it on Steam just for. <laughs> um, one of the best just to things... make Jonathan feel better. I think it was games for Windows <laughs> just, Live. Before just to make uh, so just to make uh, American McGee feel better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think one of the best uh, things about this game, though, is that there are these little puzzle segments that you um, that you have to do along the story. Like there's one where you have to solve like this 
uh, chess puzzle and one you have to solve a sliding tile puzzle and there's a, a couple rhythm sections and stuff like this. But if you fail them once, it gives you the option to skip them. So if you don't like playing I that sort of stuff, love and you games that just want to play like the the like the third person like shoot 'em up stuff, which is the main uh, mm. part of the game, you can. And I think that's a good option. You don't have to skip them. You can, of course, yeah. do them, and that and that's what I do because I like that ver- kind of variation. But um, it's it's I think that's a good option to have. Uh, oh, that yeah. was a lesson that uh, back in. Um, Back, I talked about this on stream, but back in uh, when Space Quest first came out, the very first Space Quest game, there was a little arcade section in there, and um, it was hard, and people complained about it. So when they remade Space Quest with a point-and-click interface, they added an option to skip that part of the game if you didn't want to play it and you just wanted to play an adventure. So yeah. I, I think that's a really uh, cool option. Every game needs that. Yeah. 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 I, I, Remember Spider-Man? The in the Doctor Ox lab, you have to do these little stupid things on the tablet. Oh yeah, the PS4 yeah. Spider. And you can you can completely skip those. And I I'm like, good on you, good on you, yeah. thank you. I don't want to do this stupid shit. See, all right, I, yeah. I've I've only played a little bit of Spider-Man, but I actually I like Spider-Man. like those segments. But yes, yeah. Well, see, that's nice that's why I love the fact they give you the option to do it and mm-hmm. me the option to say no. I'd rather just be Spider-Man. So yeah. which is yeah. that, why... that, that's really cool. Uh, Xeno 2, the Golden Country, annoys me <laughs> because it yeah. forces you to do the hey, side shit yeah. that I don't want to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. So um, anyway, great game. Highly recommended. Go play it. Definitely. Uh, and it's Halloween gets, time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Halloween. <laughs> the story gets crazy and it's like, it's weird. That That's the only thing I will say. If you, um, if you don't like gory stuff, it's not the game for you because it gets super gory, especially the chapter that I'm on, which is like chapter five, lots and lots of gore and blood and stuff. So if you don't like that, you know, definitely not the game for you. I also have an inkling that there's going to be a lot of, that there's going to be like triggering things of like, like possibly sexual abuse and things like that. (laughs) I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know the story, but it's sounding a lot mm. like that. It's been so, too long. Yeah, I don't remember either. So, <laughs> yeah, if that's stuff that you can't deal with, then you know, maybe steer clear because it is American McGee. So he's gonna get he's gonna oh. get weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it, super great game. Highly recommended. Pokemon Sword. I am very close to finishing. I put this down for a long time, and then I picked it back up when I went out to <laughs> Bremerton earlier this year, and then so I've just been carrying on with it from since then. Um, very close not gonna to be, finishing it. Not, <laughs> what? So you're not going to be Pokemoned out by the time uh, Violet rolls around? No, I actually, I that was one of the reasons I'm keeping go, keeping it going because I want to finish with it by the time Scarlet and Violet comes out. Yeah, um, and I think I will be. I'm on the very last. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I'm on the very last uh, battle. I have to battle Leon. Is the very last. This is the final guy that you're supposed to fight. Um, it's a Pokemon game. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you can skip all the little weird stuff that I didn't want to do, like the the making curry and camping out with your Pokemon and all that garbage. You don't, you don't have to do any of that stuff. All that you social interaction. All... Get rid of that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's for Dwight to do in Call of Duty. Yeah. I mean, it's just stuff that gets in the way of playing Pokemon. And I'm just like, I don't want to do any of this crap. Yeah. Um, but the thing that, one thing that I will say that kind of annoys me is that this, so... I've been playing this in conjunction. Uh, I've been playing this, and then 
previously I was playing some of the older games like Heart Gold, um, uh, Black, uh, some of those, um, and I noticed there's a, a distinct difference in some of the older games. There's always a plot going on in the background, and oh. you're typically at least somewhat involved in the plot that's going on. Like like sometimes <laughs> like you'll you'll have to fight people associated with them or something like that. You know, usually you're somewhat at least ancillarily involved. Not so much in this one. The plot is happening and there's stuff going on, but you do nothing. And like you're not involved. Are, you're not involved. Like there's <laughs> like for example, there's these ruins that are or these uh, not ruins. There's tapis these tapestries that are being investigated about the Sword and the Shield Pokemon, and like. You'll go to this researcher who's who you know who you met at the beginning of the game, and she'll talk to you about these tapestries, and you're like, and you give your opinion, which isn't really an opinion because the dialogue options don't really do anything. But um, <laughs> so you give your opinion, and she's like, oh yeah, well I'm gonna keep investigating this. You go back to your journey to win, get all the yeah. eight badges. Bye. <laughs> and it's like, well, what? No. What is right. the purpose in this? Yeah. yeah, and it's like every time something comes up. And there's this little meeting about, okay, well, we, we think we might have figured out this little piece and we need to go investigate this. And they're like, and you, there's actually specifically one point where it just hit where I was like, hey, I want, you can actually say, hey, what can I do to help? And there's like, oh no, don't worry about it. You Not, just go get, win your badges and we'll deal with all this. And like, what is the story then? What it, it's like, come on. What am I, I even be, here for? Yeah. Like, I don't play with your trucks I in the sandbox. Which, <laughs> it was like, I think it was heart, was it heart gold, I think. Where you like go with Lance, the dragon trainer, and you fight Team Rocket because, it, like, as part of the main story, like you're yeah. actually like involved. They're there. And then, and then this is just like, oh no, you just you just go do your thing, focus yeah. on getting your badges, yay! It's, like, <laughs> it's the right. what, what is it? What is the movie that in is Temple of Doom of Pokemon games? There we Temple go. Temple of Doom of Pokemon games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indiana Jones has no impact on the plot of Temple of Doom whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, actually. Uh, uh, Nothing you're, you're, would have changed not... had he not done anything. <laughs> so. That's fair, actually. Because oh, um, they wouldn't have been there at all. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But um, he has no, but yeah. no, nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. So anyway, that that kind of annoys me, but hey, whatever. Hopefully yeah. that will change in the new one because it sounds like you'll be a lot more involved in what's actually going on. <laughs> a in lot the, more involved in, in the, the story. New game. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean you're more involved in the story of Pokemon Go than you are in the story of Pokemon Sword, <laughs> which is yeah, that's saying something. But yeah. um, yeah. So anyway, um, so Digimon Survive. Oh, you that survived. Was such, that was Congrats. such a good game. That's such a good game. Um, I, I yeah. I, I I I just I don't I don't I don't even know what to say about it, but it, it is it was an excellent game. Um, I think uh, so. The only the only thing I will say is that I need to go back and play it again because there are multiple endings, and oh, no. your choices. I, you can't your just choices, save at the end and change your choice. No, well, no, no. no. Your choices have an impact, a more of an impact on the story than I realized, and like so, I, I want to go back through and like get make sure I get all the right choices and get the good endings because like the and and this is it was an interesting thing. So your um, your Digimon will evolve differently based on some of the choices that you make in the game, and not just your Digimon, but the Digimon partners of the other children too. 
will evolve or not evolve depending on the choices that you make in the game. So like one of the girls, Saki, her Digimon's Floramon. Um and it has it only has like one I think it only has one path of evolution. It might have two uh final ev- evolved forms. But typically a, a, an evolved uh a Pokemon evolution will go through if you start at the rookie stage Pokemon where everyone evolution? starts or Digimon evolution rather. <laughs> um We'll start at, um, we'll have like four stages, Rookie, Champion, Ultimate, Mega. And um, Floramon only ever evolved to the Champion stage. It ne- mm. She never got past that. And the Digimon evolution, the Digimon evolutions of the part of the actual like story characters cannot be uh, evolved by, like by force. They have to evolve during the story. So she never she never went past her champion stage, even though there are stages beyond that. So your choices in the game affect whether or not little story events are triggered. I'm assuming to make these Digimon evolve far farther. So it's really it's really mm. odd because um, I ended up at the very final battle mm. where everyone's supposed to be fighting like the big like bad, and everyone's at least ultimate at level except poor Floramon who can only <laughs> evolve to. The, Vegemon and throw poop at the enemy, <laughs> which is literally its attack is throwing poop. So it's just like, wow. All right, I need to play through this and like figure out what I did wrong See, to make Saki hate me. <laughs> games like that, like, uh, I always get like paralyzed with options because as soon as I f- yeah. find out like things like that, then I'm, I immediately start looking. At, all right, how do I get the best ending, and what do I need to do to do that? Yeah. And I, I end up doing that every time because the thing is. They, they, developers always say, ooh, your choices, you know, will affect how this end or whatever. It's like, well, really, this is the best path. And if you don't take that path, then yeah. you're actively yes, sabotaging yeah. your game. So now yeah. I'm going well, to try what to they're, what out they're intending to do, what they're intending to do mm-hmm. is to do what he's doing. It's adding replayability, right? Right. So like, Which is the original intention, and... but that, that never yeah, works but, on me. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm on the same page with you, yeah. though. Unless I really like that game, I'm not going back. No, hell like, no. I'm playing through <laughs> this once. And because I'm playing through it yeah. once, let me <laughs> so I need to know what I need to do. <laughs> I've right. taken the, I don't know, the, the stance of like, and I did this with Persona 5 and mm. and. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. Persona 5 is on Game Pass and it's on Switch. Get Persona 5. It's amazing. Mm. But when I played through Persona 5 once, I was like, I want to have all my... The first time. I want to have all my confidants maxed out. I want to have, you know... And then halfway through, I'm like, this is a lot of work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to play this naturally. Mm. And, you know, I think I had most everybody maxed out, but like two. Mm. And when I played Persona 5 uh, Royal, which I just started, mm. I'm just going to play it naturally again. Whatever. It's hard. I'm not going to stress. <laughs> Especially it's, for it's, RPGs. It's, it's hard, but I'm telling yeah. you, you enjoy your time so much better if you don't stress. It's a, it's yeah. That always that that true. Because, I mean, 7 and 8, playing Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 8 and seeing those strategy guides, when you and even like SNES you know, RPGs, you know, once you find out, it's like, oh, shit, there's all this stuff you could get, you know, if you follow this. Like, I always end up like, mm-hmm. all right, so what stuff am I missing? Because I hate when I'm like, missing really good stuff and and, I, and that's what that's what happens you get so far and yeah. you're like you know dang i missed this thing that's why i can't play hours ago i can't play chrono cross because there's dozens <laughs> of characters you, can. you, in can. That you just game. have to change 
You have to change your mentality. See, if you you've never played Chrono Cross, there's like I don't think there really is a best path through that game because there's so many different characters, and literally, if you choose this character, you can't get that one. You know, and it happens multiple mm-hmm. times. <coughs> and there's so many well, characters the thing- that it can do that, and it's just like I can't play it. <laughs> like, yeah. The thing no about way. Digimon is that it's based on like unlocking everything. So I think I think there's probably a best path. You can't mm-hmm. you can't unlock everyone your first time way through because mm-hmm. the main character your main di- uh, you're the main character and your Digimon <coughs> can evolve three different ways depending on your mm-hmm. um, depending on like your personality how you've how you've answered mm-hmm. certain questions mm-hmm. so you yeah. you can't one hundred percent can't unlock everything the first time through right. so I guess it just like is cumulative but I'm betting everyone that has like a single path can be mostly can be mostly unlocked by the end i'm assuming but oh also anyway, that's why i want to that's why i want to play it again it's um, a good take a take a little breather play some other games yeah. come back to it when you're in the mood you know yeah. i think that's also that's also i mean yeah. you liked it that much really yeah. hate when and like it, nondescript decisions like has major changes to the the story that you had <laughs> yeah and say like, hey that, do you that want... was, i was actually gonna i was actually gonna talk sort of about that because yeah. one so you want a burger or you I... want a hot dog and then i get the burger yeah. <laughs> and then now your younger sister is dead at the end of the game you know that kind of shit <laughs> like i hate that <laughs> like how the hell was i supposed to know that picking the burger is going to get her killed you know but whatever right <laughs> yeah. one of the things that i disliked about the game is that i think bandai cheaped out on the translation because you talked about this last yeah, episode, yeah. yeah. Did I? Did yeah. I? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I agree though, because mm. I I feel like there's been games like that too, oh, which yeah. is like, whoa, that's not what I. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so that that ended up screwing up a lot of stuff, and I was like, okay. Yeah. So that that's yeah. <laughs> uh, so but, the solution um, is learn Japanese, play in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, th- and that's the thing. It was voice acted all in Japanese. It didn't have a dub, so. But yeah. No. yeah anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, last man. one. We could learn Japanese. Great. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, the the last thing is System Shock Two, and this isn't. I, I've mentioned that I've played System Shock Two before many yes. many times. So yeah, the you, only uh, last episode. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the only difference this time is I was playing it melee only, so only using mm-hmm. melee weapons. Um, and so that was. Did I mention this in the last episode? Mm-hmm. That, you did. Okay. Okay. Well, I, That's I, finished... I always I always <laughs> listen to these episodes. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I I haven't gotten back to this yet. I just got to. Yeah, the it's season. it's all good. <laughs> but how how was that uh, going? Have you finished it? I did uh, finish on it. your melee. Yeah. Okay, nice. I did finish it. And again, it's not the only time I've done I've done this. I've done it several times mm. before but i haven't you done mentioned it, you no. had written a guide or something right yeah i co-wrote yeah. a guide with one of the girls on the through the looking glass forums many mm. many okay. moons ago um yeah. but uh yeah she um or she why did i say she um i finished it um so this is the first time i've done it in a really long time um yeah it's uh it, it's it was not as hard it was not as hard as i thought it was going to be now I didn't I didn't play it on like the hardest difficulty setting because impossible mm. is almost impossible. It's but, impossible. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 a very interesting way to play because when you go to when you switch over to not using the guns or any of the side powers, a, you get a lot of upgrade modules that you can do a lot of stuff with. Mm. And basically, if you upgrade, <laughs> yeah, you're your, not spreading out your resources. As right. Exactly. Family. Yeah. Right. And if you're upgrading your 
basically what you do it what you end up doing is focusing on your strength your endurance and your agility and it makes it a lot easier if you also focus on your hacking abilities so you just like hack security all the time you run up and like smack monsters in the butt like faster than they can turn around and like shoot at you because i mean you're, you're just like specifically in the butt yeah, specifically <laughs> in the butt especially the rumblers which are like the the toughest the i wonder if anybody's gonna clip this. like uh, monsters in the game because you you just like the, the easiest way to deal with them is to circle strafe them so you yeah. just run up and like start smacking them and you hold down your strafe buttons and you're just running around them in a circle smacking them the whole time it's the easiest way to, to like take them out so i mean yeah you just need some little just ton of little tricks like that you just need some Benny hill music while that's happening. yeah exactly <laughs> for the hell of it yeah but it's it's a, definitely a challenge so if you are looking for a more challenging way to play system shock 2 you know do that yeah so that's that was a lot of fun I'll probably do that again sometime because it's you, you forget how much uh, how how easy you have it when you have guns. The other thing yes. is you can <laughs> when you get to like level four, you find a recycler, and the recycler can recycle just about anything in the game for in-game currency. So if you just like collect all the bullets and like psi hypos and random crap like magazines and stuff in the game. By the time you get to level four, you can recycle all that stuff and have thousands and thousands of nanites, and you can just buy all the healing items that you need with that with all that stuff. <laughs> so it's it's a fun time, but that's I, I um, had to get to it eventually. Yeah. It's a game I it's on the it's on the uh, the bucket list. I don't know the bucket list. What you're supposed to do for you die? It's on the the list of things I shamefully haven't gotten to. Right. So I'll get to it one day though. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great yeah. game. It's a great game. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Well, if, it. that's it so for you. All right. Cool. Well, we are a little over an hour at this point. It's not too bad. When we come back, we're going to have our this week's discussion topic, which I didn't really plan out too well, so we're just going to see how this goes. Uh, we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and welcome back. Uh, Dwight just got a message from Xbox thanking him for his yeah, Call of my, Duty. My Modern Warfare 2 patronage. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it just popped up on my computer, you know, thanking me for pre-ordering Modern Warfare 2. I don't get messages for pre-ordering stuff. Uh, I feel cheated. Either. I think it was... Monkey I think it was... Island, and all I got was the stupid horse armor. <laughs> all I got was the stupid Monkey Island game. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, it was a great yeah. Monkey Island game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The ho- okay, yeah. Just off off topic, real quick. Was that horse armor literally useless? There was one place where you could like use it and get a response. Other than that, okay, yeah, it was one hundred percent useless. <laughs> okay, I was and just I, curious. And okay. it was just a response. It was like it didn't. It wasn't an actual anything. use. Okay, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. for this week's show topic, and I, you know, I thought all these show topics up super early. Mind you, next one's still tentative. This next episode, I'm not even going to mention what the next episode's going to be because. Uh, the next show topic is still tentative because I don't even know if I want to do it. But for this one, we talked about long time ago on the podcast, Dwight and I, we, I don't know if we talked about doing a show topic or we just mentioned it a lot. It's like, man, these, the, you know, I think it was grappling hooks is what specifically we were talking about, how every game had like a friggin' grappling hook 
in like a, a you know uh, a set oh, number of yeah. years. Mm. There's just like constantly everything has a grappling hook now. Yeah. It's like fucking Halo's yeah. got a grappling, and it was all because of Apex Legends. Yeah, I think I don't know. You did, you did I don't know if that, that was on the, the origin. Podcast at one point. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So, but there's been the same thing with zombies and stuff like that. So. Mm. Uh, for this week, I've just made a list of stuff I thought about, and I I don't know if you guys put anything in there, but this is just random stuff that I thought about, and are we on board with these tropes, trends? I don't know what the definition. Hmm. Are we on board with these sort of things? Do we like these? Are we annoyed by these? Which ones we wish would stay? Which ones we wish would stop? Hmm. So, oh, uh, zombies for yeah. sure. Zombies. I'll go and start off with zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, zombies for sure. What? Do zombies need to stay or zombies need to go? I feel like they petered off in the last couple of years. Yeah, I feel like they petered off like long. I I was, I was, you know, when I was sick of zombies was when World War Z came out. And I went and saw. That was laid into it, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie or the game? The movie. Okay. Oh, that was was a long time ago. That that being said, I went and saw World War Z. Mm hmm. Um, and reluctantly, Big. but a bunch of my friends were going. I was like, "All right, I'll go. I'll hang out with you guys." Because um, I like my Look at your social touch. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I actually, I actually thought that movie was fine. Hmm. I didn't have a problem with it. Hmm. But at the same time, at that point, I was done with zombies. I was like, zombies have been so overdone at this point. Like, yes. Walking Dead was out. All this hmm. other garbage was out. I was just like I am so over zombies like done done with them and that was long ago and so I don't was, know why zombies have like continued I feel to like hang that's so peak long. that time frame was like 2010s ish mm. area yeah. <clears throat> yeah so like it's I like, mean I think you hit the nail on the head with walking dead yeah I yeah. really do yeah yep I didn't think about that mm. but I mean you had walking dead the show mm. walking dead the game mm. Yep. Dead Rising was also popular. Mm. You had Left for Dead. Left for Dead. Uh, yep. World War Z, mm. of course. But yep. um, plus the one. I feel the like Xbox Resident Evil had it. One. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, what was that? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Zombies were in Resident Evil. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what it's called. What was it called? I ask you immediately. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't Resident I do, I do. Evil mostly zombies, like the older older ones? Yes. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's zombies. Yeah, um, I like Zombie U a lot. I thought Zombie U was a very unique take. I played that for the, five minutes <laughs> and deleted on the shit. Wii U or or did what did you? I play played it on Xbox One. And okay, like the Wii U it. version is the way to go, and I'm you know I you know I'm the Wii U guy. I, I mean, but I will yeah. I will say because the Wii here here is what makes the Wii U version special. Mm. Is because you have to. It's a survival game, mm. and that's actually another trope. I'm going to get to in a second. Yep. It's a survival game. Mm. You have very limited resources, mm. but you have to search through trash cans and mm. garbage stuff. You know, you have to search stuff. Mm. <clears throat> On the TV, mm. you have your your character or whatever. It shows like a third person view of your character. There's still zombies around and stuff like that, mm. but on the gamepad is like the trash can. Mm. So you have to okay. like sift through the stuff on the gamepad. But you have to keep like keep an eye on your character to make sure you don't get jumped. Okay, mm. keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is which is cool. And of course, Excellent. when they they ported it to Xbox and everything, it has none of that, and it's just yeah, that was what I'm saying. Defeats it's, it's, the entire just, purpose of this yeah. game existing. I, I remember when they announced that that they were porting it. I was like, why? I mean, I know Ubisoft wants to get their money back, but <laughs> yeah, and they they didn't get it on the Wii U. I'm sure. But, yeah. You know, but it's just kind of <laughs> like I mean. Well, you're just gonna have to eat yeah. that one. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> exactly. 
Eat the brains of that one. Yeah. Like brains, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm. Yeah, see, I beat you to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. Payback. I'm definitely tired of of zombies, and of, you know, Walking Dead is now on its like 14th season or whatever the hell, and it has like. Spin-off. I've never watched a single episode of Walking Dead. It has like a it has a spinoff series now, and it's just. Does it? What's it called? Yeah, Fear the Walking it's like Dead. Fear the, the Walking Run- Dead. Yeah. The Running Dead. Oh uh, it's, man, come on, you know. So right it's there. yeah, I'm I'm and running I'm the dead into the ground is what it is. <laughs> There's so many of those. I'm also. Beating a dead running horse? I don't know. I'm also super <laughs> done with survival games. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's actually I the it. I wrote mm-hmm. that on here too. Survival games. <clears throat> um, yeah. I'm gonna actually put survival and farming on here. Oh, you know what? Farming. Another zombies. <laughs> you mean eighty percent of the last direct? <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and the thing is, I like farming games, mm. and, and I say this too because it's it really comes down to, and I, I forgot about State of Decay, which is. All these state of decay one. that's what it was that's the xbox exclusive yeah. one i was thinking of yeah yeah i i it came to me eventually mm. but it's it's collect all the shit right <laughs> that's what mm. it really right. comes down to collect the things yeah and then plant the you know you manage your farm mm. and but you have to like juggle hunger and fatigue mm. and all this wow. other crap and if it's a multiplayer one, span for that. and if it's multiplayer, there's a chance of somebody coming in and fucking all your shit up. <laughs> and raiding your shit. So then, yeah, you, know, exactly. you know, it's just like, people love that. There's so many people love that. And of course, that's the number one thing that streamers are doing right now is playing these survival games or whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, yes. I mean, yeah. There's, it, what is that zombie game that's super popular right now? It's, there's one on Steam that's like, I feel like there's a new one on Steam like every other week mm. that's popular. But there's one... That I'm trying to stall for time and look up. <laughs> I don't know, but I know a popular survival game is Valheim that a lot of people are playing. Um, and of course, there's also um, you know Ark, and uh, there's like another one that's like in the uh, Russian wilderness. I can't remember what that one was called. Uh, Project Zomboid, I think, is what Project it's called. Zomboid. Actually. What in the damn is that? Zomboid. I've heard of it, but <laughs> I've never actually seen people play it. Yeah, well, maybe that's wrong. I don't know. I'm I'm obviously not in the thing. But anyway, off of zombies and back onto farming and survival. I I don't mind the survival aspect to a degree. Mm. And I like farming games like um, what is that? Of course, I said I I play this game, and I should know what it's called. Mm. Stardew Valley. Stardew right. Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Never played that. I love Stardew Valley. Heard about it. I don't think it's your sort of time, thing. But... I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out that there. That starts like a Facebook game or something. No, it, it's yeah, it's well, made it's by one person. It's only on. Oh, okay, that's probably what I was thinking. Uh, I did I didn't play Farmville, but oh. <laughs> it's more here. Okay, here here's here's it's more like old school Harvest Moon is what it's like, and I but love Harvest Moon. Yeah, and I heard that that's what they were going Harvest for. Moon. What they were trying to make but, Harvest Moon because Harvest Moon isn't Harvest Moon anymore. <laughs> so that's the developers were specifically trying to make Harvest Moon. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was it was it was they were trying to make a good Harvest Moon because they have not made a good Harvest Moon in a while. Yeah. In fact, the good Harvest yeah. Moons are story of seasons. Now. There's a there's a whole thing um, about that. I watched this video and I was I mean I've always known about Harvest Moon, but I didn't know what the story was. Yeah. And yeah, it's there's like been changes of IP and and the developer mm-hmm. moving and changing and changing their name and blah blah blah. So the Stardew Valley Valley guys are like you know what I'm gonna break you know Harvest Moon back and. I mean, they did, mm-hmm. and now it's their and fault. I think, that the, I think that the direct had like it is, <laughs> you know, but a dozen. Stardew Valley is amazing, uh, and some of these other farming <laughs> games, like the Story of Seasons, are good. Mm-hmm. But like, 
Do we need Harvestella? That's like the uh, Final Fantasy. And it's funny that it's taken them this long to make that because, you yeah. know, farming games have been around forever. So Square Enix mm-hmm. hasn't really done their own until now, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. And then when I, I heard about the, the Final Fantasy 14 thing, I'm just like, all right, why though? <laughs> it's like, Let's was see. this really. The Final Fantasy one, 14 thing? Well, one thing. Yeah. So they they introduced um they introduced all these islands in final fantasy 14 and one of the big things about the islands oh, is that you can go oh i remember this and you, you could can go farm, farm and create on, a on settlement the oh. do the settlement stuff and i'm just like yeah. but why yeah. though like, i heard of this too i mean i, yeah. I can understand some of it money. because there is <laughs> well yeah there, that's there's why. this <laughs> aspect of like when when 14 was first out you could like go and bu- and like get plots of land on the servers and mm. build like houses and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're they're at a point now where that stuff is is either rare or just unobtainable because there's so many people on the servers. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that aspect of it is like okay, fine, you can have your own little private island and you can go and build. But I mean, it's essentially so. Animal so it's an instanced island then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just have. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think so. But. It, Essentially, you can like go and and build your own little settlement and have your own thing, and you can farm and do all this stuff. And we're just like, all right, but why? <laughs> At why least it's have, why optional. Farming it's optional. in another game. Just, that's like, that's yeah. so much that's of this stuff out now. Pretty cool on one end, and then kind of like I don't know on the other end. So because I mean, in MMOs, that's that's a thing that a lot of people need to be able to like really spend time in the mmo is stuff to do besides just fighting which a lot of the, the best like mmos that, yeah. are like that be a blacksmith yeah they have like they have like uh like a uh, some sort of market or whatever they have some sort mm-hmm. of like harvesting or crafting or whatever or interaction with people besides just like actually playing the game which is funny because star wars galaxies i hate all that stuff that, right <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just want to kill bosses yeah. but you know I, I don't I don't want to spend my entire life in the game. I just want to go in, smack this dude around a little bit, and then leave. Maybe, you know, get a friend, right. to, and we could both smack him a little around a little bit, and then we could leave. <laughs> but a lot of people, they like having, like, everything in the game so you could, like, fully immerse yourself. And then, of course, there's also, like, the LARPing and stuff in-game that they have. Final Fantasy XIV is, is, no, is, is really popular oh, for that, LARPing too. in the game? Oh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. forget That's, about all that. Yeah, you don't, you don't, oh, you've never yeah. Heard, about, heard about that. Yeah. Okay, LARPing oh, is live that, action role playing. Right? So that's been around since like World of Warcraft. Yeah. Days. So like, I'm, well, I know mar- what I'm using the married in World of Warcraft. Yeah. And all that I'm stuff. using the term interchangeably, but I'm basically when they they you know they, yeah describe this. To so me, they're huh? going in, not specifically <laughs> LARPing, but they're going into the game and they're they're uh, I don't even know a good way to say this without sound like a, a douche. Uh, <laughs> playing house in game i don't know what <laughs> yeah hold on i'm trying to i know yeah. okay i get you it's it's a, a form of escapism essentially. right yeah they're, they're yeah, living they're living their life right. in the game yes yeah gotcha. so that yeah you yeah. can you can um the word i actually want to use i cannot think of right now but yes you can you you <laughs> roll, like you yeah, probably you're role playing in the final fantasy 14 game so you can role play right. anything you know like They'll they'll put on plays. They'll put on have actual play productions. They'll all gather up in game and have their characters act out like Macbeth or whatever you know on a stage. You. you know you. things like that. You know, 
or like have like a role play family and things like or know. or like like what duffer said people get married or whatever that, like right they have, they a, have a, a ceremony in the game and kids yeah and they, um weird shit too i, I had a friend so. like that i had a friend like that he was like he was glued to world of warcraft and he just his entire life was that for the longest time. right because i mean you also so, yeah. you're socializing with people and stuff you know, in the game, yeah. so true. I mean, and you're I, making you're making friends there. Right. I, th- I think we we should probably make a point to say we're not like bashing any of this no. stuff. I mean, no, 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 it's no. your thing. No, absolutely thing, not. If you, you should, if, yeah. if it's yeah, your it, thing, it's just, yeah. It for I think for the three of us is it just seems kind of odd because it's not our it, thing. It, yeah, but, you know, that's, if that's yeah, that's it doesn't thing, click I mean, with us. You know, yeah. You know, which what brings brings me to my another thing that I dislike a trope that's super. I mean, it's not as common now, but it's still kind of common. Silent protagonists. I hate this. Yep, I have that on that list. I hate, Silent I hate this because the. My, I actually have Lord, several things. I have several trigger words on this yes, list. Actually, Silent protagonists. Gordon Freeman is uh, is sitting in a corner now, shedding a, a single gray tear. Yeah. No, I, I hate it because it. my <laughs> exactly, my quietly, thing is I'm, the whole like you're supposed to um, you're supposed to insert yourself into the game, and this is like supposed to be you. And the thing is, okay, if it's a first-person game and it's a nameless protagonist, then okay, yeah, whatever. But especially when this character is an actual character with a whole last storyline. Yeah, not a creative character. It's not a creative character. Just, yeah. Like, if I'm playing Zelda, that's Link. That's not me. That's fucking Link. Yeah. It's a dude <laughs> yeah. with blonde like, hair and yourself. a green yeah. tunic, you know? <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. I hate that it's just like, oh, this is supposed to be you. I'm like, no, the fuck it's not. Yeah. That doesn't... That's not me. You know, so I'm, I, I don't, yeah. I just, I can't do that self-insert thing because it's not me. Like, Gordon Freeman is not me. It's a dude yeah. with I a will say wrench that... or whatever, a crowbar, you know. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I thought, you cut out you cut out in Discord for a second there. I thought you'd stop talking. No. No, he definitely didn't. No, no. No, he cuts out. Yeah. You can tell because his hands are waving yeah, around. It's, 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 I, yeah. I, I wasn't looking right at the screen at that point. But, yeah. Um, no, yeah. But, yeah, I. I, the thing I was gonna say is that that's one of the things that uh, annoys me a lot about the Pokemon games, especially now mm-hmm. when it's on Switch and you could have the character voice, right? But you mm-hmm. don't like yeah. like that. Yeah, I do, at, at I least do. and even if they devil's can't... advocate, at least that's a that's a creative character at least, right? You know, and... at minimum. But I I agree with I agree with both of you mm-hmm. on this front. Like I'm not opposed to it as much as Dwight, mm-hmm. but I am more opposed to it than you know. Yeah, I don't know. If it's a if it's, it's, it's a, a weird situation. If it's an actual creative character then, you know, fine. And if it's a because yeah. there are actual creative characters that self-insert characters or first-person mm-hmm. characters that don't really say anything or whatever. I mean, okay, whatever. Yeah. But if this is an established character that has their own story and everything and why mm-hmm. is this a silent protagonist? That is obviously not me. And uh, I think in the context of Zelda, mm-hmm. in particular, like with Link, mm-hmm. I think they're so afraid of offending people. Mm-hmm. Not really offending people. Changing, because like, I think originally it was just like a technical limitation of the NES, you know? Well, oh, not sure. not only that, but, but Miyamoto literally named the character Link because you're supposed to be inserting yourself. It's the link between the, the link character between and the player. And okay. Yeah. That's, the, that's the namesake, right? right? But... He's evolved past that. Way past. But <laughs> way past. Yeah. They've evolved way past that. But he has a personality and everything, and you've never heard, seen this guy it, it, say anything or heard him say anything. I mean, you know, outside of like, yeah, you know, <laughs> right. Fun stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty good. I, 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 I swear <laughs> he says shit in Ocarina of Time if you like. <laughs> 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 I've heard it. I've heard it. I'm just swear he says it. Oh, my God. Um, 
Uh, let's get on to something else that's going to trigger Dwight. Open worlds, let's do it. That's a trick. That's a <laughs> oh, super trick right now. Oh, man. And it's funny you say this because, to me, the perfect example of this, even though I've never played this game, but the perfect example of this is the new uh, Mario Rabbids game, right? Have you seen the DF, um, the DF review? I have, but it's not an open world, I don't think, but... It, but yeah. see, this is this is why I'm talking about these big open worlds with all these icons, the things that always Arkham Knight, like out. Arkham Knights. My my thing, my thing, I guess in that uh, particular uh, example is that the first Mario Rabbids game, right? Uh, really mm-hmm. awesome looking game, and they specifically you know mention which you know is obviously true is because the game the limited scope allowed it to have graphics mm-hmm. that look like that. And like the way that it played and everything like that, and of course, since now it's much more open and you can go around and do whatever you want and blah blah blah, the actual graphical quality had to be toned down to allow you to be able to move around and do stuff. And but when you really it essentially allowed you to be able to spin the camera right. around, that's the difference. and when you really yeah. think about it, like how much did that actually add to the gameplay? Because you're still only fighting Minimum. people in like a yeah. gridded area or whatever. So yeah. what the fuck does that matter? So now the game is it, the graphics are downgraded, <laughs> just so you can spin the camera around. And it's just like to me, it's, I don't care about open world that much, you know. To the point <laughs> of where it's not a detriment to the game because it still looks good. It's not a terrible looking game, obviously, but mm. you know, it's just it looked amazing when it came out originally in 2017, and now it's kind of like downgraded to like this, and it's kind of yeah. To me, the trade-off isn't worth it. You know, it, it's not. But yeah. to a lot of other people, I, I, that would well, be more, the case. More to the actual open world is what I was getting at was like, and and I'm talking about like the Far Cry yeah. and the Assassin's the, the, Creed. The, the Ubisoft, which is funny because Mario I'm Rappi actually getting Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, it's also Ubisoft. I'm actually personally getting kind of sick of those two. Yeah. Just because... Who's got that kind of time to play all these things? I'm, like, I get it every once in a while. I really want to play Assassin's Creed. Now that it's on Game Pass, I wanted to play Origins. I wanted to play Odyssey. But I'm just like, I I don't want to check off stuff on this open world checklist. Like, I don't. So, I, and I especially don't want to spend all that time. And I'm seeing that um, the storyline for Origins is, you know, is really great. And Odyssey, it is. the character Odyssey is really good. Odyssey and everything. I want to play those games. I don't want to spend hundreds of hours playing them, you know, and mm-hmm. wandering around this huge open area where I could do anything I want. You know, that's <laughs> stupid shit. Like, you know, it, it just doesn't grab me. And immediately, I'm telling you, my brain turns off immediately. As soon as I'm playing a game and then like, oh, the map's open now. Let's check all these lists. And I'm just like, nope. And I just turn that show <laughs> off. <laughs> Same thing in Forza. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm I'm more fine with it if uh, if there's like a way to quickly get to them. Like I don't want to be riding all over fast the travel. map for yeah. like you know. But if there's like a fast travel system, mm-hmm. then I'm fine with it because I can just jump from thing to thing and not have to you know. Well, in Ubisoft games in particular, mm-hmm. they do like when you discover a certain place or like unlock a certain tower mm-hmm. or do a you know a whatever, mm-hmm. then you can do it. But you still have to travel there at least once. Right. Yeah, well, once um, once I'm fine. Right. Once I'm fine. With I mean, it. but like I'm fine going with back that. and forth is is yeah. you know as long as, if I can. Yeah. Like, I mean, fast they're, travel they're good after at that. I've unlocked it, then you know, and then I'm fine. I have to I have to specify. It's not just that the world is open and and a big area is why I dislike it because I'm completely fine with Xenoblade Chronicles too, and that's also an open you know type world type yeah. thing. But it's a focused story 
where you're doing a very particular thing and you're getting from place to place mm-hmm. with some side quests. It's not like yeah. Far Cry <laughs> when you there's like just random shit to do like on this checklist when you open up a map. Say, like, oh, if you kick 10 chickens or whatever it's going to do this or <laughs> yeah. you have to yeah. go and you know liberate all these little camps so that you can check off boxes on mm. your map and blah 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 so now you know it's just, but you I, don't yeah. have to do that stuff right i mean no, no but a lot of times it's just extra money yeah or it ties down it doesn't it's not required to be able to to beat the game but then they tie yeah like mm. money weapons Things like that that's going to make the game oh, easier to play is tied yeah. up into that bullshit. So it's just like, uh, <laughs> you know. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna push through less because we're we're getting up there in time frame. Right. We still got a little yeah, bit yeah. to go. But I could go further um, on this. I don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> I know you could. That's why I was getting the trigger ones out of the way uh, right off the right off the rip. But I mean, you know, battle royale games were a big thing for a mm. while. I think they still kind of are to a degree. Mm. Yeah, um, I wish they would not be. Yeah. I. I Actually, I, I feel I'm, like I feel like that's like zombies, and it's starting to infect other things now. Yeah, like when Call of Duty yeah. came out with the battle royale, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, wow. now okay. we're getting Battlefield we're getting tried to do far. one, and then that kind of <laughs> it it didn't. I mean, it didn't yeah. happen. I'm not as um, negative about them if they are unique and fun to play, which a lot Ooh. of them are not. There's ah. really a lot of them that are not. I do like Naraka though. I totally. Sorry, I totally missed my point about the open world thing that I never got to. Was mm. They're cramming that into games that don't need to have Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The main one that turned me mm. off, and and I just have to take my my two minutes to bitch about mm. this. Uh, essentially, <laughs> it's, it's just a, a whiny episode, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Um, Burnout Paradise. Oh my god! Like yes, what was so wrong with a menu that where you game just go? I just want to race. But no, now I gotta drive to the race. That's so dumb. That's the perfect example. And you know what I hate about it is that it kind of—I don't know if it started that revolution. Are right over there? But it was. (laughs) I had. I I took a drink, and then you just made. I don't know if it's. I had to like control myself that I didn't spit it out. It didn't. I don't know if it started that open world driving revolution, but it definitely popularized. I don't think it it did either. And you know. Yeah, and and I'm just like, dude, I. Can I not just pick? I want to race and then and race. Especially in burnout. Like, why do I got to go find the race? And it, it's, it's like a hide and seek bullshit. Anytime, on with the race. Anytime some stupid twenty-run-year-old fucking video game journalist mentions for like the twentieth time, oh, Burnout Paradise is the greatest Burnout game ever made, or whatever. Like, shut that shit up. No, it was not. I hated that game when it first came out. Yeah, I'll take Burnout Three or Burnout Takedown. I was so excited because I loved Burnout Three and Burnout Takedown. Those, those are am- and those are amazing. And then they came out with that, and I tried it, and I'm like, "What the hell is this? Everything's literally worse." And I don't think he even had a crash mode, did it? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I didn't play it enough because I'm just like, "Why do I have to find the race? That's annoying." <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's same thing with yeah, open world whatever. games, I, I, like driving games, where you can't even get out the car to do anything. Like, what is? That's like, I mean, Forza Horizon, amazing looking games. And amazing playing games yeah. and everything, but I can't I can't get on jump uh, get on board with that either because I'm just driving. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not as on board with as if is like a traditional Forza where you just pick the thing. Yeah, I like I, this for anyway. Pick the car, whatever. pick the track. Let's go. Like that. That's that's where I I was like, damn, I, I missed that. I have to I have to interject with yes. that anyway. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna run through some of these last ones because we're we're getting up in their time. Mm. So, uh, music games are popular for a while. I'm glad they're gone. Personally, I'm not, uh, I love them. the tech yeah. Detective Vision. 
that that it, I guess uh, Batman kind of brought that yeah. into light. I feel I like every say, game has a fucking detective vision at this point. I didn't even like know how that many that games was yeah. the thing like oh. outside of Batman. Well, Maybe, no, I actually, I, I think it was Assassin's right Creed. You had Eagle yeah. Vision. Assassin's Creed had There's Eagle always vision. some. Um, okay, well, <laughs> Splinter Cell had, I feel like had a lot of vision and thermal vision. It's not the same, but well, there's always similar. some sort of vision mode that, like, it's like, okay, dummy, here's the thing you need to find. Right. You know, Don't, Deus Ex did yeah. that too. I think there was like a sci-fi vision or whatever the fuck that he had. There's, there's always some sort of like detective mode in games yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one, uh, amnesiac protagonist, is a oh big thing God. that, I, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah. is constant. Um, and and I wrote this, and I'm I'm. I wrote this last one as like a, a kind of a joke because I remember a lot of games for a time like had you like alternate L and R to like climb up a wall or some <laughs> shit, especially if it was like yeah. first person. But you know, but really, it's 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 annoying. It's not as popular now mm. because you have SSDs and stuff like that yeah. to get you mm. through those like stupid Q- things QTEs to hide loading general screens. Have gone out of favor, <laughs> and um, and a lot of games that even if they still have a QTE. There's like an accessibility option where you can just hold the button instead of mashing it. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, me, me mashing too, the button is just spiders. <laughs> Spider Man does that again. It's just like cool. I don't want to have to tap the button to my finger. Why falls am I going to destroy my controller? <laughs> it's exactly. like, come on, man. Yeah, I'm an old man. I don't have the constitution for that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's all I wrote. Does anybody have any other tropes or annoying little things that video games do? I do have a situation. Don't don't confuse this. I think for next season, little little sneak peek mm. here. I have a pet pet peeves. Oh, actually, uh, I episode. have one that I'm surprised we haven't mentioned yet. I'm tired of everything being a Souls like. I'm tired of that. <laughs> I'm uh, sick of everything it has to I... be a Souls like, <laughs> and it, which is funny because there's one that came out recently that I loved a lot. Actually, was was um, Steel Rising. Yeah, but still rising is a good souls like yeah, yeah in general you. like no, every, everything doesn't have to be a souls like you know and yeah just make it a cool action game every 2d <laughs> game like that game that recently came out on game pass it looks really awesome um it's a it's a 2d it's really like really dark and gothic which is, it seems like every one of those games are like that and then i started mm-hmm. playing it and i'm like all right this is cool and it's another souls like and i'm like i'm tired of this man <laughs> just you guys can't do this yeah. like every damn time. I don't remember the name of this game at some oh, point. Oh, they're going to. They're going to, and it's going to constantly be a thing forever and ever. You're never going to escape yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the only thing I would say, I would add, I think, is crafting, but that kind of falls into the survival thing. Yeah, just collect like the Minecraft things, build the things. And then so all of a sudden, every game has to have crafting in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, but yeah, why? Yeah, collecting and crafting. I've yeah. never cared about collecting. This, this is why I don't really like <laughs> 3D platformers, because you have to like collect shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've never liked that. Oh god. I think yeah. the only the only time I saw a game ad crafting that didn't have it before and I thought, okay, well that kind of makes sense was Arceus. Because it was like, mm, okay, yeah, you're yeah. you're you know, you're back in time. They're just starting to research Pokemon, so you gotta make your your balls and your potions and stuff from scratch when you find out stuff. Mm. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, that that makes that makes sense, I think. But it's like it, yeah, yeah, no, and, and it's relatively unobtrusive right. too. It's not like a yeah. That's fine. It's, that's yeah. fine. And, and, and yeah. once you get farther into the game, you can still buy the stuff. Like if you get if you get tired that's of true. crafting and you're like you don't I, you yeah. don't care anymore. Yeah, you can I'm, go I'm buy done. The stuff, I was I was so. fine with it in uh, Horizon and like uh, um, the Last of Us. I think it it fit with yeah. the, the I mean, game. Yeah, it fits the game right. exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not just there. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. for the hell Moon of it. Scars, so, by the okay. way, was the game that I was talking about. It's a new 2D oh, okay, Game okay. Pass game, and it's like a Souls-like. It looks amazing, but then when I started playing it, and it was another kind of Souls-like type thing, I was just like, yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yep, I'm checked yeah. out. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we have been doing pretty good here at this rate. Let me uh, go ahead and do what we have, a game and anime recommendation. Duffer, what is your anime recommendation for this week? So I'm going to recommend No Game, No Life, which um, I'll try to keep this brief. Uh, It's an anime that came out. Where are my notes? Oh, it's a a good while ago now. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, notes. That was 2014. That it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, bi- basic uh, overview is um, these two uh, step siblings. Um, they have oh their their parents. I, I forget. Where, I forgot there were step siblings. What happened? Oh my yeah, god! The Fucking anime! Siblings. I swear. <laughs> but, you already um, know where they, that's going. But I go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to their parents, but for some reason they don't have parents, um, and they become like shut-ins essentially, and they just play games all day. And uh, the one of them is like a strategical genius. Like he can he can read people and he can like figure out little strategies in his head. And um, the other one is um, she's really good at like first person shooters and um, and uh, what's the other action game? There's another like there's another general. word that describes her, but I can't remember what it is. But um, essentially, either. the two of them together, because of their different skill sets, they are just really good at at everything. And they're wiping like people off scoreboards, like taking taking the top slots in every online game, any you know everything everywhere, and they get so good at it that they just become essentially bored. And um, this god, this uh, god from another ro- world shows up. It's an isek- it's an isekai. So this god from mm. another world shows up and is like, hey, anime, would you like to come <laughs> to this world that's only that's only about games, that's completely run and governed by games? And they're like, yeah, sure, thinking it's like a joke. But then they actually get transported there. Mm. So they end up in this world where uh, everything is decided by games. Like, if there's any, like, if there's a conflict between two people, they play a game to sort it out. And whatever the uh, outset of, mm. outcome of the game is, that's final. That's, you know, law. Um, and then the same thing between, like, nations. If two nations have a conflict, they don't go to war. They play a game, oh. and whatever the Can game. Can you imagine if it were is, like that in reality? Yeah, no. Oh. Well, and, and it seems it seems great, but see the reason the reason for this is there was a war way back mm. you know, in in olden times, and like people were just getting destroyed, and they were they were killing each other left and right, and so one guy took over and was like, "Nah, screw all that. We're gonna no, play games. We're playing because, pong now. That's yeah, exactly. Mm. So um, so this is the the world that they get drawn into." And they get so enamored by it that they're like, you know what? They they immediately recognize that if everything in this world is decided by games, that means that they can challenge the god of the world to a game. And if they win, they can become the god of, of the, the hmm. new gods of the world. Yeah. And so that's what becomes their ultimate their ultimate purpose. It's it's a beautiful show. It's gorgeously animated. I love the animation in it. Um, hmm. It the the um, because they're so smart. There's a lot of a lot of these games that they end up playing uh, during over the course of the show. They like explain the strategies of them, and these strategies like they go way over your head at first. But if you actually pay attention, they're like, wow, this is this is really interesting how they like manipulate odds and manipulate people, and like 
work everything around to their favor. It's it it's just it's super interesting. Mm. It, you wouldn't think that you wouldn't think that a show about people who are just like better than everyone else, so that they just like steamroll everyone, would be interesting. But they managed to make it interesting. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, uh, it's an it's an excellent show. It only had one season, which makes me sad. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll continue did it, it. But did it end? I guess it, it didn't end. It, it doesn't really end. No. It, it ends. I mean, it it sort of ends. Is it a? Is it a? I mean, there's more. Is it a, it's a um, it's light a novel? Light novel. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yes. it's a light novel, and the, the light novel is still going, so you can like get the rest of the huh. story that way. Right. Um, Interesting. There is a prequel movie, which is also really good, hmm. um, and that talks about the the war before the game the game world ah, and how I guess that how all sense. that came to be. Um, I will say you should watch the show before you watch the movie because the movie does spoil a couple little minor mm. plot points uh, in the show. Well, not, without not without context, you would probably wouldn't know what was going on as well either, right? Yeah, I'd... yeah, because uh, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of self referencing stuff in the movie mm-hmm. that references like things that happened in the show. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, really great show. And that's a madhouse, by the way, is the studio that, that animated that. Okay. I will have to check that. out. I think I saw this, uh, at one point and I was like, I'm going to watch that. And I just never did. Mm-hmm. Just typical of me when it comes to anime. I just, <laughs> I'll get to it one day. And then I swat it away. Yeah. It's, so. it's, t- it's topical. <laughs> I thought, I thought too. So, cause no, yeah, it, absolutely. <laughs> um, I couldn't actually think of what game I was going to talk about for game recommendation this week until earlier in the week when uh, I think I was talking to Jonathan, I think. I brought up Return of the Obra Dinn as a uh, possible game he would enjoy, Uh, and I don't know if Dwight has played it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if Dwight's played it, but I and it, it's it's it's. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really think it's a game Dwight would enjoy. <laughs> no, <not>. But <laughs> it is a game, and it's is it what is world? the term? It yeah. is not. It's uh, like a walking well, simulator I guess, when you're I don't just know. on one boat. I think. Yeah, so you're just on one boat. What is the the art style? How would you describe the art style, Dwight? It is a Macintosh. It's like. Uh, old black and white DOS game. An old ass computer game, oh, but in 3D. I see. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it is first person. You, uh, this ship called the Oberdin has returned, hence the name. <laughs> and <laughs> you, ha- <laughs> 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 yep. You are investigating what happened to the crew. You have this like stopwatch. You find the skeleton of somebody, right? You don't know who's on the crew. You have this old ass picture of all these crewmates. So you can go over, see the skeleton. Your your uh, your thing is like, what happened to this ship and why did it disappear? Why is it back? So you go over to a skeleton. You get a brief snippet of time of what happened to this person. Um, you don't know who this person is most time because they don't just say, "Hey, my name is Jim Bob Joe," and I and hey, you know my... the the ships. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're Jim Bob, <laughs> but um. But your your goal of the game is to figure out who this person is uh, in relation to, and you have this old picture of the crew, and you're like, oh, okay, that's that guy or whatever, and you could have to figure out through context clues who everyone is and what happened. And each new person you find unlocks like, you know, maybe a little bit more of the mystery, you know, a little bit more. You get to see a little bit more of what actually happened back then because you only get a snapshot of the past. You don't get like a, you can't watch a full scene. So it's it's very interesting. 
and unfortunately, it's probably good for like one playthrough because mm-hmm. once you figured it out, you you, you know you're not gonna just like, just like most te- detective games, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, but it's excellent. It's definitely good. It, it, it has a very interesting art style, and voice acting is top tier. Yeah, That's I was watching. Stuff. I was watching the trailer on Steam while you were talking. I was like, "Yeah, that, that looks really interesting." Like mm. seeing what uh, what would traditionally be like a slideshow uh, slideshow like game because of how mm. old school the graphics are, mm. and then seeing it move. Yeah. Uh, and how fluid it is. That's really, that's really, really neat. Yeah, a lot of people. And love I will this say game. too, <laughs> I, I love the game. I will say, if you can get it physical, get it physical. If not, um, and I know Duffer is able, you get it digital on PC. Mm-hmm. It is one of those games because I played it on Switch. It's one of those games where I feel like having a paper, like the actual printout of the crew, or like oh, you know a okay. list, like yeah, having some like some paper true helps. old school DOS gaming. Where you had to like write down you, notes and stuff. <laughs> you don't need yep. that. You do have an in-game version of it, but like having it in front of you adds something. And the the physical version is from Limited Run, and they actually do give you like a print off okay. of it. It's super oh, which cool, is, which so, is cool. Yeah, because I don't think yeah, you could yeah, even return play of the games back then without like the little keyboard card or some sort of like <laughs> note sheet or like yeah, other stuff yeah, to go with. Cool it. stuff yeah. like that. When when I yeah. started playing uh, Madness Returns, I actually made a little. A little cheat sheet for all of the yeah. Uh, See, there you go. The um, uh, uh, the uh, controls and everything because I couldn't remember all of them. <laughs> it's like this is all the weird stuff. I ended up like actually remapping some of that stuff, but it was yeah, like, hey, old. I feel I, I'm playing things, like these man. old. I remember how to. I remember having to do this for these old games, and now I'm doing it again. Uh-huh. Yep, man. If you are a true gamer, grid paper and uh, yeah, well, just a pen and paper in general is good to have. So. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but that's going to be it for this episode. Sorry for keeping you here so long. It's almost at the two-hour mark at this point. So we're going to wrap it up whether we want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll be back with you guys next week. In the meantime, I've been Michael McLeod. You can check that podcast out on Game Room Pod on Twitter or our email, gameroompod at gmail.com. Uh, my personal Twitter is mickmacirl. Jonathan, where can people find you at? Uh, twitter.com slash enchantermon is where I will be posting all of my uh, stream uh, Twitch stream schedules. Uh, twitch.com slash enchantermon is where I will be. And then um, some of my old, a lot of my old stuff is at youtube.com slash enchantermon, and there will be new stuff eventually there. Just, yeah. Hold Just tight. Find the time to do it. Hold tight. <laughs> the, promise, the promise has been made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Multiple times. <All> right. <laughs> but yes. I'm trying to follow through on yeah. it. We'll get there. We'll Speaking get there. of we'll not falling through on promises, uh, <laughs> dmoney8719 on everything. Uh, I may be streaming stuff on Twitch. I don't know yet. <laughs> um, one day. Yeah, one It'll day. Happen. I, I think what I'll do, because um, normally if I'm just playing you know, on my own, I, I just want to play. Like, I don't, you know, but... I'm the same. I'm the same. That's why I don't stream. Yeah. That often. So what I'll do is I think the next time that I have a group of people playing, I'll just do that. Because on Xbox and on PlayStation, um, if you have them in your party, you can all opt them in into the, like the um, yeah, into the stream do or whatever. It, so, do it. Uh, that's probably what I'll end up doing on like uh, like Call of Duty or something like that. Maybe you should get a uh, Pokemon and stream. It will all co-op Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Happen. I'm not going to buy the battle pass. Right, though. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no battle pass. It's not going to happen. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, 
I guess <laughs> until next time, and maybe we'll find out if there will be a battle pass. Right. <laughs> we'll see you then. Yeah. <laughs> see you next week. Goodbye. All right, goodbye. See ya.